Coming up on Monkeys Took My Jetpack. There's something evil coming up from the ground, and this house is blocking and containing it. Are you guys feeling a little cranky yet? Maybe. You shut up! Great, a gun. Boom, boom. My mind is open to the universe! Hey, Book, Book, what the hell are you doing? This thing's containing some kind of evil, hideous monster. Isn't it beautiful? Beautiful. Let's kill it. Back off a hunk! Okay, did anybody else see that? What the hell is it? This is real life, not some kind of game. I have very special monkeys took my jetpack. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you once again for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack. We are at issue 21, so look out, bars, here we come, legally, don't you know? Today we are concluding Bureau 13, generously game-mastered by Ketamono, and, you know, not a lot to say about what's coming, because don't want to spoil anything for you, so... Let me just give you the cast, and we'll get on with the show. You didn't download this thing to hear from me. Our cast today includes Ketamono as GM. Anyone here actually have any skills like that? Blind Geek, that would be me, as Daniel Jensen. Wow, <laughs> I really suck. Chris as Richard Shaw, Knight of the Templar. When in doubt, go down the stairs. Josh, playing Book Antiqua. Hi, look, Antiqua, how's it going? Nikki, playing Carmela O'Malley. Pretentious, yeah, but still very intelligent, very witty. And Pat, playing Carl Caton. Lick it now, put your tongue on it. I, I don't take dares, I'll go with the truth. And the truth is, this is going to be one heck of an episode. So, without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage, sit back, relax, and enjoy... Monkeys Took My Jetpack, Issue 21. Welcome to the House of Fun. Is that you, Chris? No. That's lit up for me. He's there in my window, yeah. He's there. Oh, for God's sake. Chris, you're muted! (laughs) That's another shot, folks. No, just wanted to listen. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to hear what everybody's saying about you, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. So, Chris, I apologize, although I did nothing wrong. You've been in the conference since we started. It's just you didn't know you were in the conference, so... Uh-huh. Yeah. I buy that. For a dollar? I'm selling it cheap. <laughs> and we're all here, yay. Well, now I'm leaving. Bye, have a good time. <laughs> just here to get y'all set up. Now I'm out of here. Smacker. <laughs> yeah, where's your soundboard thing, John? <laughs> there you go. It's a hell of a smack. Oh, so you guys missed last time. 
I like Chief Seattle, by the way. I'm. He's probably the most controversial character we've ever had on our podcast, and yet he's such a cool character. Thank you. Well, you got an email about him, or no? I haven't uploaded the thing yet. But if we're oh. going to get an email about anything, it's going to be about him. I well, I'm trying to do him with an Indian voice without doing a Indian voice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know if that's possible, sir. I uh, know it's hard to do. <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. It's, Hug it's pale the, face. It's the. Huh, I have not said that. Animal. I have not said that. No, that's right. Not. That's an example of what you shouldn't say, kid. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was alive back pre-PC, so it's okay for him to say those things. <laughs> that's right. He took Indian elocution lessons from John Todd. <laughs> Well, his daughter is haunting a hotel. She went crazy, and she's haunting a hotel. I can't remember which one. It's <laughs> bonus points. If well, no, I'm not. I have no idea that. who you're talking about. Oh, Chief Scal's daughter, no, J- John Todd. Or John Todd was the uh, Irishman who played Tonto on the Lone Ranger radio series from 1933 oh. to 1934. Uh, yes. The talent of the Irish is unlimited. Not Jake uh, Silfields. I remember that he, no, he was on TV. Yeah, I know that. Oh, sorry. It might have been him. It might have been on Johnny Carson. And that's when he did the infamous X throw into the crotch of a little man. That was Silver Heels. Silver Heels, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, the iconic Indian, the guy from the old commercials, where you know, he, he you know, please clip America and he gets a little tear coming in his eyes. Yeah, he's Jewish. Jewish, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Is he, why? Is that so well, it's like they had Jewish actors play the Hakawi in F Troop. I don't know why, but they did. And almost every time you I'll, see I'll, a blind person on off. TV or in the movies, it's a comedy. Yeah. And almost every time you see a blind person in TV or in movies, it's a sighty playing them. Yeah. Sighty. Yeah. Feel the pain, Eric. I every do. time you see a gay man, it's a straight man playing him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Though I will say when Mel Brooks did it. Instead of using Indian, he used Yiddish for Indian speak. <laughs> I don't feel so bad because at least when they're playing a fat guy, it's usually a fat guy playing them. Except so I'm covered there. Except when it is Richard Pryor. Now that's old school. Yeah, that's old school. It's the so Chris, you off tomorrow? <laughs> Pat, do you really want to know? I do. I'm not off tomorrow. I get to work late tomorrow. Oh, oh. well, I'm off tomorrow. Are the lucky boys? Uh, I am. I get to go in early and work late. By the way, if any publishers, if anybody who's other than Hex Games, and I know they would never do this, if any publishers of games are listening to our podcast, please learn from the example of some of the people on Drive Through RPG and do not sell a game on in PDF for twenty four ninety five. What are you thinking, people? Unless it's, Unless like, it's a really, really big PDF. Yeah, yeah, like Starblazer can get away with it. Starblazer Adventures is, what, 600 pages? Okay, I'll pay 35 for the PDF. But this is a 78-page rule book for $24.95. God, there's another one I found. There was one I found. It was a, like last Who year did I saw that? a few of. It was a 12-page PDF, and it was like 5 bucks or something like that. It was more than a buck a page, at any rate. Yeah, same Unless here. Unless Gary Gygax himself wrote it from the grave. Of, for, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I look at it. If you got a five-page I'd pay PDF, five bucks for that. Yeah, if you got like a five-page or four-page PDF, just give away for free. It's advertisement. It wasn't more than 12 pages. Yeah. And it was entirely 
too expensive. Yeah, the only reason I even bring it up is this game looked interesting. I'm not positive, but it looked like it might have been a Fate game. Or a game using some variant of the Fate system. And mm. I was thinking about picking it up. And then I saw the price and went, I can't justify this. It's 25 bucks for 75 pages? For 78 pages. That's more than a buck a... Well, it's not a buck a page. No, but still, it's... I don't care. It's still That's too way much. too much. I mean, it's yeah. 10 cent pages. Generally, the going rate, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know... Well, that I'm company sure. won't be in business long. I don't know who they expect to pay that much for a PDF. Are you sure you didn't get a hard copy with it? Drive through is doing yeah, that. Yeah, but you have to select that option. Oh, yeah. I have a book to recommend that I'm just having a blast reading. Ah. And I encourage everyone here to pick up a copy because it's right up our alley. What is it? What is it's it? It's called Phoenix Rising by Pip Ballantyne and T. Morris. Phoenix and Rising. Pip Ballantyne? Yep. B-A-L-L-A-N-T-I-N-E. <laughs> Pip Ballantyne. Is it really Phoenix Rising. It's a Ministry of Peculiar Occurrences, peculiar occurrences. novel, and it's kick-ass. They say it's steampunk, but to me, it's more steam pulp because it's got that pulp sensibility to it. It's just, it, I'm. Oh, it looks like it's not Pip Valentine, but it's Philippi, Philip, yes, Philip. But, but on yeah. that on that particular book, she, she calls it Pip. Pip. Yeah. Ah, that's the name of the new queen's sister. Well, there we go. Pip. Or it was Philippia. Also the name of someone whose Christian name was Philip and his given name was Pirip, and with his infant tongue, he could make no more out of it than Pip. So he was called Pip. Is that great expectation? It is, yes. Okay. Slightly I'm, butchered by me. I'm really, my great expectations knowledge kind of comes and goes with the self parody. Oh, uh, up on the HarperCollins site, they actually have an excerpt of the book. It's a good book. You've not steered me wrong yet, Eric, so I'm getting it for the Kindle. I'm working through the stack of John Carter stuff I got right now. Do we have feedback at all? There are two pieces. Well, I only saw two. No, no. Remember, we have two weeks worth of feedback. But no real episodes. Yeah, my bad. Sorry about that. I've been on. (laughs) Okay. Oh, wrong kind of feedback. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) That's it. Really? Have no, we checked a- iTunes? That's what we had yeah, last week, too. Because I haven't uploaded an episode in over two weeks. Alright. Oh, Pat, I like your graphic. Your icon. My coffee mug? Yes, the world's greatest night auditor. <laughs> <laughs> Insert job here. Sort of <laughs> coffee mug. It's very funny. Yeah, so we did I needed one of those when I was a night auditor. I loved that job. I got a lot of reading done on that job. <laughs> a lot of reading, met a lot of interesting people. Then the one guy made a suicide threat, and cops came, and that was an exciting oh. night. Uh, <laughs> I never had a suicide, threatened or otherwise. So, you met lots of Smiths, right? Lots of John uh, Smiths and their nieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yuck. My regulars were brazen enough not to even bother using a fake name. <laughs> I was at a high-class Howard Johnson. Girlfriend this week. <laughs> came in for business every week, and then, you know, usually on Wednesday went out, came back with someone. <laughs> How's it going, sir? Good to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Enjoy your stay. stay. He must have a Charter County Escort Service. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I 
think he just went to the swinger bar down the street. Oh, there you go. A swinger bar. Local market to meet the bar sort of the thing. Swingers hung out. I don't know if it's a technically a swinger bar. It wasn't when I went to the hotel. You could have just found a place near the back where there was. I don't. I don't you know, you I were don't such know the romantic at that yep. time. <laughs> there are times when the, when the heat is on and the feeling takes over. Sometimes you just gotta go with it. Well, I've heard. So, kids, there's the advice it's the this back week. Alley. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. Remember, it's a rental car. You don't have to worry about cleaning it afterwards. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, feedback. Just writing notes. Hold on. <laughs> uh, about the game. <laughs> Chris is being awfully quiet through all this. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> Chris is a little shocked, but... <laughs> Still shot after all this time. <laughs> we'll go move on. <laughs> well, fine. I'll take this one. This is f- about episode 18, Easter Egg Extravaganza. That's what this is from. And it's from Wilhelm von Saponathime. And Wilhelm says, yay for Pat. And a slightly lesser, but no less important, yay to Ketamono. I really dug the strong man shtick, mustachios at all. What's that the kids say these days? Legendary. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> sure you'd say you're welcome if you were here. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, Phileas can't talk, so you just look at Jin's nod. Say, down and yeah. uncurl those mustachios. <laughs> so next Make one. the big doe eyes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now remember, we can't do in a horrendous French accent. We have to do it in we Austrian accent. do the horrendous French accent because it is from... It is from... Zerker. Which is much more fun to say Jose with a very bad French accent. But this is what Zerker has to say, and Zerker has to say Okay, I have to admit that I'd had to pinch my nose while listening to the name mangling game during feedback. FYI, my name sounds like Zerker the Berserker, but my wild days are long past, so in the horrible French accent, enough of this Frenchy, Frenchy stuff. Omelette au fromage and sacre bleu cheese. Mon du fromage. petit fromage. Petit fromage and sacre bleu very silly. Yeah. So, fine, he doesn't want the silly French accent, so we'll just call him Big Z from now on. Yeah. <laughs> or Zerka, Daba Zerka. No, I'm not doing it. No, Zerka. The Big Z, who has been doing a boffo job of pre-planning for potential MonkeyCon. So yep. if you haven't trundled over to the forums, do so. And look at all his suggestions and pitch in for those who Yeah, we should work on that sometime. Nice stuff. I know, bless his heart. He's doing this and thinking that and sending out all this info. I'm like, wow, that's great. This will be taken care of in no time flat. Put him in charge. <laughs> Zerker's the Maybe official we- MonkeyCon. <laughs> Maybe we should let him be the. Um, he even said, "Did you see? He's got a couple of the, the monkey, con- the monkey mm-hmm. con king for the virtual yeah, the convention king con. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. I like the graphic for virtual T-shirts and coffee mugs and keychains. That's good. Virtual dice. I, I just wanted to get together and play. <laughs> we are. We are. I mean, in hey, good news. Con. Now that I got work again, it makes going the. Gen Con much more probable again. So we haven't had any iTunes feedback? Nothing. Okay. 
Well, let's yeah. play. Yeah. Go. Okay. First, get promos. 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 Promos and back. Eleven months. Seven gamers. Six editions. One massive campaign. All Games Considered proudly presents the RPG Buffet's Super Duper Ultra Turbo Mega Maxi Multi-Edition Crossover Dungeons & Dragons Campaign from Chainmail to 4th Edition in 2010. What do you mean, Elf is a class? Well, you see, it's like this. What in Blue Blazes is a Thaco? 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 Oh, Thaco. It's pronounced Thaco. That's easy. It stands for... Hey, I'm playing the cleric, but there's no gods listed. Oh, that's nothing. Did you see the part where the book tells you to actually draw the numbers on your dice with a crayon? Oh, the good old days. Hey, did you guys see this magic missile spell? It never misses. How cool is that? Join us for all this and more at All Games Considered. Listen in at www.agcpodcast.info. Hey everybody, this is the Book Cave, and my name is Rick Croxton, and with me is... Art Sippo. If you had never heard of the Book Cave, we want to let you know pretty much what we're about. We're a podcast done by fans for fans. Our concentration is on adventure fiction, uh, usually pulp-based, but we also get into comics. Sometimes we'll get into television and movies. But our big thing is books and the authors. We've had a number of authors on the show already. Will Murray, Ron Fortier, Paul Malmont. We've had Jean-Marc from France, who is the uh, publisher of the Black Coats Press. And what we do is talk about books, about the history of them, and about some of the interesting things in them and how they interconnect. We get into some of the Wool Newton stuff as well. As I said, this is a uh, podcast by fans for fans. We hope that people will enjoy it and get some fun out of it and learn something. Yeah, well, most people will find out that a lot of the authors that we do talk to, beside Paul Maimon and Will Murray, are not that well-known. More of the small press style, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. Well, this is uh, a lot to do with the pulp genre, as it's having its little resurgence, and so we get some of those folks that are into that and who have been published in that area. I would say most of our listeners would be probably in their 30s, 40s, and up. There's a lot of podcasts out there that will cover the more popular, more well-known books. We're more interested in the kind of books that we really enjoy, and we think that you will too. You know, if you're a fan of Doc Savage, The Shadow, The Avenger, and some of the newer pulp characters like Lobster Johnson and The Rook, this is the podcast for you. So make sure and come see The Book Cave every week. We're out every Friday. You can visit us at thebookcave.lipson.com. We'll be talking to you then. Bye. Bye-bye now. You have joined the most secret government agency that you have never heard of. The 13th Bureau of Justice, otherwise known as Bureau 13. You are a government agent charged with the duty of disposing of the greatest unnatural threats to the people and the, and the economy of the United States and Canada. You will work under the knowledge that you are funded by an organization so secret, even the highest government officials do not know of your existence. Welcome to the elite band of people who wander the dark streets of the night, ever searching for the horrors that should not exist in this modern age. You are a special agent, stalking the night fantastic. 
Hero 13 is a Gen Con award-winning RPG of modern horror and paranormal adventure. It's available from Tritag Games at TritagGames.com in both the original editions and in the D20 edition, with a new Savage Worlds edition coming soon. Remember that wherever the supernatural waits, good and evil, the agents of Hero 13 will be there. But the evil is growing. Hey, Shoot. welcome back, gang. Yeah. How's it going? Hey, we're playing that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last, I, yeah, I, I had to listen to a, a podcast from, um, oh, what's it called again? The Gutters Guys. The Gutters and, uh, it's And the GM said, the good thing <laughs> is to have the players do the recap of what happened last time. Oh, shit. <laughs> Because you do the recap. That was, that was you? Was you opened your big yap and said I something said like that. that? Yes. You twit. <laughs> I, do that? I forgot that it was going to blow up in my face. Fool. You mad, impetuous fool. I have an out. I've been working on the game from two Go weeks. on, Blind Geek, then give us the I've recap. Been... Why don't you? Well, because I haven't. I don't know. Uh-huh. I've been working on the game from two weeks ago or three weeks ago, so I have no idea what the hell happened in the last one. I know that we was were, pretty funny. I don't know. We went to see Chief Seattle. He told us a bunch of stuff about the house, which has been... We're inside the house now, aren't we're, we? Are, are we inside or uh-huh. just inside. at the door yet? To go inside. No, we're inside. You're in the mudroom where the, there's between a set of stairs the between the doors. It's like an airlock. And but we know that the front door has to be closed before the inner door will open. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And had we gone undercover as union dudes, or was that something no, else? No, I got okay. arrested. We've done that. That's so, right. That's right. Chris, I got in a big fight with the people out in the... It wasn't my fault, <laughs> it was, was it? too your fault. Not. They started it. They looked at her. Damn straight. Much her and Pat they questioned her right to be there. <laughs> the nerve of some people. Yeah. <laughs> So, Chris is pretending to be OSHA reps, or we were yeah, no. no. Right now, I'm no. Department of Justice. Department of Justice. You're OSHA rep. So is Dan and Carl and Carmela are the uh, union reps because so they got arrested. We're the bad for... boys of the union. Yeah, yeah. Well, a bad boy and girl. Yeah, you're bad. That's right. That's right. They got arrested, but thanks to uh, we bribed our way out of it, and we're back. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks to you turkeys <laughs> who did not help us at all and I got hit and don't think I'm going to forgive you oh no mm-hmm. not going to forgive <laughs> mm-hmm. so the foyer isn't very big but six people can fit in there you're a little crowded there's a set of stairs winding its way up to the upper floor sort of a little square spiral type situation um, and then there's Dorn Frogan. So when, it, when and Arthur Piper's in there with you too, he's the junior partner. So yeah, he pulls the door closed, and, you, and then he said, and you hear the door in front of you, and the door above you unlock when he pulls the outside door closed. Check the first floor out. The guy has to stay outside with the key so the door doesn't. Yeah. No, 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 no. no you guys couldn't pull the key off. And he's going yeah, inside. It's a big magnety thing. It's going to go. And there's a whole bunch of twists and turns you have to do to get it off of there. Yeah, it's a maze to lock it in place. It's a maze to unlock it. But there is a brass plate on the inside. So it looks like it may have been an indoor key. 
he's not coming inside with us. We have a secret organization to maintain. He's inside because he represents the deed holders of the property. Anybody that. got any uh, fees we can give him in a drink? He can stay in the mud room. Yeah, that's, if he were to right. accidentally pass out, he wouldn't see anything. Exactly. That's why I'm asking if anybody's got any roofies on them. Well, I just <laughs> happen to have some right here in my pocket. <laughs> well, we thought you were a bit of a perv, but you're our perv, so hand them. <laughs> you know, you guys were the ones who were at the bar. If anybody should have roofies on them, it should be you. <laughs> some of us. Sadly, don't. no one served me one. I waited and waited and waited. <laughs> <laughs> the Pike Pub is a restrictable joint. <laughs> I, have I left my it. drink unattended for hours on end, and no one touched it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not bitter. <laughs> no. And neither was your drink, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, you didn't wake no. up someplace. In a vat of ice, missing a kidney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a sign written on my chest. And a big one on your neck. Yeah. No, not yeah. of that. Now, John, I've got in my notes that I think it was James at the hospital told us that he was in the hall of the mud room when he got the urge to start getting violent. Is that, well, that was is my memory correct? There was the guy in the cell. He he said no. He was actually he was inside the house. Okay, he inside the house on the first floor on the other side of the door. Basically, is where he was. Okay, like a hallway between the mudroom and the kitchen. Is that right? Well, I misspoke. The kitchen is actually on the upper floor. Okay, <laughs> so it's just a back room actually. So anyway, Piper will stay in that little mudroom right there, and you know he'll. It's difficult. There's a lien on the property, and it was bought up by a Chinese guy who thinks he owns it. So there's currently in court, but he's at least got permission to go inside and at least look it over for you know renovation. So that's what was going on with the contractors. It has all kinds of ways it can turn into a cluster. Okay. Oh, yeah. You lead, sir. She's <laughs> 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 stuck with piano lessons. So is everything going on the first floor, then? Yeah, I don't think splitting yeah. up at this point. Look around the first floor first. Okay. All right. So you step- I'm going last. All right. So yeah, Piper's the oh, brave step- Knight Templar that you are. Smart Knight Templar. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be able to react to what happens to you. Yeah. So Piper's. I want my cigarette lighter out. <laughs> Just in case I need to burn something. All right. What's the marching order? Oh God. <laughs> I suppose lead. I'll be first. Oh okay. <laughs> they're all worried. Do you guys really feel that the healer should be first? Good point. Don't throw that in our face. You're also the one with the best combat. Yeah. You've got the armor spell, sir. I can put the armor spell on you, sir. And the sword. Yeah, you've got the big honking sword. Yes, you lead. Healer up front. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Great plan, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you step through into a... Uh, it's a little foyer. There's a... Uh, Little cabinet with a lamp on it, and then to your right, there's a uh, wardrobe with some shelves. It's definitely Victorian era stuff. I'm opening the wardrobe. It's empty. Okay, no Keep Narnia in here. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Check that off the list. Wait, but they had to walk through the wardrobe before they entered Narnia, right? Well, I can see the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can you always can... see the back. Okay. You got to get in there. Here, I'll shut the doors on you. Let me know what happens. <clears throat> Climb in. It's dark in there if you go inside. He's got a flashlight. What's the matter, book, you chicken? I'm just also, looking dryly at her. <laughs> oh, uh, also, on, on, on the floor, you, you see some of these CSI number markers on the floor by some blood splatters and so forth. Better than Arthur Murray footprints. 
Mm, you can dance around the room with these. Looks like they've been in here just being, you know, keeping track of where the blood spires were. Right. And there's some, there's some blood spire on the wall, too, so it looks like from the encounter. Because remember, this is where the guy who basically got his head caved in got hit. Hmm. Yeah. And it's right in front and of it's going to be really difficult getting I, it out of the paint. Yeah. I rip off my sunglasses and say, judging from the blood, I'd say someone wasn't so victorious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we don't get fooled again. Somebody hit him with a stick. Hit him with a stick, please. Don't get fooled again. I have a sharp stick. <laughs> yes, come on. All right, so this is a small little foyer. There's no chairs, but there's a door next to the little end table that's closed. And there's an open door that looks like a living area. And then there's a hallway that heads out off to the back. And you see two more doors, and it opens up into like another back room back in, in the back. Not a user-friendly layout, really, what with all the... Though I guess you could shut them off to only heat one room at a time, so perhaps that makes sense. Those wacky Victorians, the way they would build. Yeah. yeah. Did you say the end table had a drawer? Yeah. And I'm like, in interesting it. in it. Yeah. <laughs> this is empty as well. And the lamp is definitely turned on. Definitely, definitely turned on. Definitely lamp turned on. <laughs> is it time for Wapner? Time for three o'clock. Time for Wapner. <laughs> time for Wapner. I'm sorry, Joe. <clears throat> okay. He started it. Just make sure you send emails to Blanky yeah. at. <laughs> Um, I'm going to so go into the next room then. There's no oh. other furniture? There's no, like, settees? Uh, it's a small little foyer. You okay, know, oh, so we're still in the foyer looking through. Oh, all right. I thought we'd move through. Sorry. Uh, basically, Where's the staircase? Oh, it's behind you on the other side of the door. Oh. The only way you get upstairs is to go through the door and go up the stairs to the second floor. Okay. The, um... oh, the airlock going through the... Yeah, basically the airlock. <laughs> the airlock is closed now. Well, the door's still open, and when you and when you open the door up, you did hear the bolt shut on the front door. Okay. But your Piper says, "Don't worry, don't worry." When you close that door, they'll reopen. Hmm. When the Hobbs built this place, he was a bit paranoid about keeping this place secure for some reason. So we can go through a door, or we can go up some stairs. No, I figured you went inside. Or, or okay, well, yeah, you can actually go upstairs, or you can go through the door into the little area. Well, so say we went to the wardrobe. I'm done with the wardrobe, but yeah, didn't so, so actually first, step into the wardrobe to make sure that so it. So books in the air side of the door already. Then he went to the wardrobe. Yeah, I heard Maybe it books. had a false back. Book no, Antigua. Book, book Antigua. Hi, book Antigua. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Pretentious, yeah, but still very intelligent, very witty. Yeah, sorry about that. So I, I was assuming that you guys had all entered the first floor, so you're all in this. And there's the mudroom. I, I, I did. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's, there's the mudroom stairways on the on the other side of the door, and then the other side is like a little foyer. There's a carpet, the little table stand, and a wardrobe. Carmela's going to step into the wardrobe and actually check out the back. It's Maybe solid. It's not fake. It's not fake. All right, then. That's the right depth, too, for the... For the, for the she music. sounds so disappointed. I know. Ah, damn. So is there another door out of this room? There's a hallway, and there's a door that opens up into a living area, and there's a closet door, looks like, or at least a door to another room. Not very large, though. Well, I say we I'll split up. I'll check the closet. I'll check, check the closet. <laughs> All right, I'm going to so you, you do it. <laughs> I'm going to go check the, the living room. 
<laughs> All right. So you're going to the living room. Who's following along with him? What's I'm the in the closet. Option? He's in the closet. What's the third option? <laughs> the hell you are. The hallway. Touche, <laughs> 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 <Touché>, sir. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go find the kitchen. Well, there's no it's kitchen. Upstairs. There's gotta be one somewhere. But yeah, it's upstairs. If you ask Arthur, he'll tell you it's upstairs. What's it doing upstairs? Well, this first floor looks more like it's just for show. Any living was done upstairs in the second floor. Then why are we wasting time down here? Let's go. Okay. All right, then I'm gonna go find the rumpus room. <laughs> Let's clear out this floor first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. You take the closet. I don't care where you go. Just don't call me for healing. <laughs> Carl, uh, so if there's nothing armor. in the closet, you say there's a back bedroom at the end of the hallway? It was a back room of some sort back there. Okay, the go back and check out that back room. All right. So I'm, looking to see if there's, I'm looking to see if there's a basement door somewhere on the first floor here. Okay, so I'm not. Worried. Okay, I'm not just going to not worry too much. So we, if you go if down we, the hall, if we split up here and just cover the first floor, <laughs> I'm yeah. tapping walls in the hallway to we'll see be if we're in a shouting distance of each other. Yeah, <laughs> theoretically. Yeah, I so, can yeah. shout loud. The last time you did that, we had earphones <laughs> in and got to hear it first. And yeah. we'll take so, earphones out. Okay, I'm going to start with the living room. So, Chris, in the living room, it's kind of sparsely furnished. There's four chairs, a small little couch. There's some tables. There's a bookcase. But when you look at the bookcase, there are fake books. Ooh, my favorite. Yeah. I'm going to check every book. (laughs) See if there's anything in them. Oh, if you you reach and pull, they just pull right out. It's it's an entire facade. It's just a book facade if it's in the shelf. (laughs) Okay. But then there's nothing, there's nothing behind it either. It's just like there's a there for show. That's uh, from books. Yeah, there's a little, I don't know what you want to call it. It's a small, um, not, what's, what's what you call those little small tables you put against the wall? Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know what you call them, a little small table against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> side table. Oh, buffet, side oh, table. Yeah, side table, yeah. The table often goes behind the sofa. Yeah, this one actually is not behind a sofa, but the only interesting thing is there is a cow skull on it. What? A cow skull. Weird ass collectors. I'm going to go investigate that. I've got several skulls at my own stairs right now as we speak. (laughs) 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 Got a deer, I got a bear skull. Guy doesn't want us horning in on his territory. No, 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 it's not a steer skull, it's a cow skull. Okay. Real bears? Yeah, I got a real bear skull. Real, really. Bought it from a one-eyed mountain man. <laughs> the only kind to buy bear skulls. <laughs> I bought it. From- <laughs> it's, it's they didn't even have the courtesy to have an eye patch. Just the oh, that's a good question. Are you guys wearing your earpieces, or did you take them off, or what? Yeah, we're in the earpieces. All right, so I'm on, I'm on about everyone else. <laughs> well, for those who are wearing earpieces, uh, yes. book. And are you wearing? Is Dan wearing his earpiece? Fine. Yep. Well, for you two, Book and Dan, you're getting static over the earpieces. No one else is. Okay. T-Mobile. Yeah. I found a skull. Yeah. Pro 13 needs to get a deal with Verizon. Mm. Yeah. Sheesh. But yeah, it's, it's a cow skull. I mean, unless you want to, you know, take it over to Book and have him do a whammy at, and Book may be reluctant to, because anyway, you saw inside the building. It's <laughs> actually planning on doing a whammy on it anyway, just <clears throat> my theory that this building's containing all this negative energy is holding up. 
Are the eye sockets glowing? No, it's just a good old-fashioned... It's a good old-fashioned cow skull. <laughs> Are you there, Bob? It's not singing, I ain't got no body. Bob? <laughs> Bob, are you in there? <laughs> so Chris is in there. Book is going down the hallway, knocking for. There are two doors. If you, the door on your left, if you open up, it's a bathroom. That's uh, good it, to know, but I don't. And it, and it has an authentic crapper in there. We're talking ah, you know, John Crapper. Fine uh, work. It's got a <laughs> John Crapper toilet in there. This is a medicine cabinet. Too early for medicine cabinets, but there's like a little wash basin where, they, where everything is. I was just gonna check, make sure he wasn't on like some strange psychotropics or or no. any number of weird things. <laughs> but okay, yeah. And, I, and I, it's directly across from that door is another room. But it's more like a study. Again, the thick bookcase, and there's a desk, but nothing on it. And it's really sparsely furnished. There's only like three chairs in there, and then just the lamps and a couple floor lamps. They're lit brightly. Swivel chair behind the desk? Yep. Uh, yeah, Carmella plumps herself in and spins around and then starts to open the desk drawers. And they're empty. Boring. Uh, and she spins around and circles some more. Odd. And, no, it's fun. You should try it, book. Look, this chair, it really spins nicely. It's and not just, odd. Just, just the desk, chairs, lamp, nothing else. No bookshelves, no jive? No, just, there's, a, there's, there's a bookshelf, but it has fake books. Oh, okay. Yeah. This one too, or is just that the same room? It's a different room. It's, 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 okay, yeah, so it's more fake stu- books. Study room. And Carl, when you go in the back, this room is fairly large, mm-hmm. but it's empty except for a carpet, two chairs, and a bookcase full of fake books. It's a thing going on here. Are there any titles on these fake books? Oh yeah, all the hot titles you would expect to see in a Victorian <laughs> home. <laughs> going to roll up the carpet just to make sure, just to do a complete this is search. An awful waste of space. And there's nothing underneath. This is just floorboards on the ground. Nothing? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just floorboards. Real, um, you say all these lights are on? Yep. Wasn't the electricity severed to the house? Yep. <clears throat> okay. They're glowing really brightly. Didn't we have to put it back together again? We, I don't we think we connected the electricity. Up? We left the electricity unconnected because oh, we it just had put batteries. The net back the, the, so the thing <laughs> put the net back up so the thing couldn't come through the wall? Yeah. You do see on the wall where the plaster is broken, where Richard sort of cut through a little bit. Oh, so this would take us back out to that outside room. Yeah, if we went through the wall. It's here where he hit, where he whacked the wall with the with his with his sword, mm-hmm. and you can see where he whacked through the wall at this point. Cause there was no place to do it in that little room, and I figured he wants a good swing anyway, so he probably okay. did it outside. Right, but what he's saying is, in this room where he's standing, that if you could see through that wall, you would see into the shed. That's correct. It's right office. across the way from that little back room. Yep. And there's no the door from house. that little shed into this room. Nope. Solid wall. It's a blank wall. Solid. Okay. In fact, huh. it's a real knows. solid floor. Yeah, real solid floor. And after a few minutes of walking around, one thing you would notice is that's it. There's no other doors. There's no doors leading downstairs, best you can tell. I don't know Seattle's uh, geography much. How common are basements in? Oh, common. Okay. Yeah, and you're on a hill too, so real common. There's no chance okay. of flooding I'm here. Not even a trap door, huh? Nope. <laughs> Curiouser and curiouser. Oh, you know, oh, I'm going to oh. close the door behind me. There's no door. It's a doorway. Oh, I'm sorry, doorway. just a doorway. Yeah. Okay. Only, I was hoping door- for an action like the front door in the mud. 
Now, the only doors you see in the down here are the door to that closet, which had, had a wardrobe and nothing else, and the door to the bathroom and the door to the study. Uh, oh, and look, while you're in the study, yes. and Carmela's spinning around, <laughs> you think you see something off to your right in your peripheral vision. But when you turn your head, there's nothing there. Ah, uh, when I look with my two eyes, but when I look with my third eye, that might be different. <laughs> <laughs> and a spectral hand reaches in front and goes, poke, and ah! Like three <laughs> That's why I got my hand up right ready to block. <laughs> you were so clever. I wanted to use my oversight. Anyways, this is a good time. So powering that up. God damn. Okay. Um. Oh, you guys got refreshing your bennies. So you all got three bennies. Uh, well, let's spend one of them bennies. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and re-roll. Is that, that re-rolls the whole yes. handful, both, right? Both, okay. Yeah, the wild eye and the... And the That's better. Nine. Okay. <laughs> Do you so hear you, something? <laughs> quiet, so, I'm looking. As you look, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the room is just filled with black tendrils everywhere. You know, they're moving around and they're curling around you like they're really familiar with you. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> uh, and occasionally there's a knot every so often that undoes. But other than that, you really don't see... Ooh, what's that behind the wall? None, apparently. Well, well, you know, you're looking through the wall, and of course, if you go, if you go out to the other city and, work and, follow, and follow your vision, yeah. you can see that Dan is got a black aura now. Dan, you feeling all right? If you, look at, I know. if you look at your hands, you have a black aura also. Oh, I feel so good. <laughs> Being so. something. There's some strange black energy infecting you and me, Dan. Some strange black energy. Does it look like the, uh, does it look like the tendrils and energy are getting through the walls of the house at all, or does it look like it's being blocked? Oh, yeah, they're being blocked, but they're coming up to the floor. But they're being blocked going upstairs to, to the ceiling. They're, say, hidden and curling around the ceiling. Let's go upstairs, Dan, really quick. All right. I draw my gun. Before we get... No, don't put the weapons away. We don't <laughs> want the murder urge to come upon us. All right. All right. Are you guys feeling a little cranky yet? What's up? Maybe. You shut up! <laughs> <laughs> There, I blow a raspberry at you and give you the finger. <laughs> okay. No, I'm so feeling the fine. Energy. You said I'm it was feeling, coming up yeah. from below the ground, though. It was coming through the floor. Through the floor. Through the floor. And it's blo- I'm, I'm explaining everything mostly by just not having any kind of inner monologue. Yeah. Coming up through the floor, pooling around Dan and myself, not the other hole. Yeah. But oh. it's going upstairs. Now, when you go out in the hallway, uh-huh. you, go, you go upstairs. It's also pulling around Arthur, who you see on the steps. Are we getting the urge to... Um... Not yet! <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Maybe you should take Arthur upstairs with you, eh? Well, if they're going upstairs, we should go upstairs, too. 
to follow them. Should they even go upstairs? Should they maybe stay down here and we go up first to check it out? Because if that's where the tendrils are heading... Well, if they're like hitting a, because his vision's still running. It's like pulling against against Sing against Sing, and, and when he opens the door up to the little foyer room, the tendrils come out and wrap around Arthur. So basically, the room out there is blocking. As soon as you go in that stairwell room and close the door, they get blocked. Ah. Huh. Well, if this is the case, then Richard better be there with his sword and get ready to clock Arthur. <laughs> There's something evil coming up from the ground, and this house is blocking and containing it. Why don't you just blow the house up? Because that would let the evil out. Hmm. Now, are you playing? Don't you, you know play- any evil be gone spells? Something like evil, evil, go away, piss off, and don't come back again? Something like that? There's gotta be something we can do to exercise it or something. We'll take it out for a good jog. <laughs> Can't you sprinkle a little salt and draw pictures in a bow way? Come on, book, you know something, right? Who's that squeegee eye of yours? Let me think on this. Talk to the source with a capital S. I've studied arcane lore. (laughs) So has the hive mind. I have spent... Our the power of my hive mind! <laughs> mind your own beeswax! <laughs> Is Arthur starting to look a little twitchy out there? No, no, no. He just looks up and says, So you find anything? You've been here for a while. We just got here. I know, but the search in the room, search the room takes. Are going anon. I got yes. a twelve my arcane lore roll, trying to figure out if I can figure out anything about what it might take to exercise a evil demon black energy presence. Ooh, that's a good roll. It really depends on what's causing the problem. If it's some sort of altar to an evil god, then you have to desecrate the altar. Of course, casualties are normally between 75 and 85 percent when you do that. Discredit an altar for an evil god. <laughs> the evil god tends to show up to keep you from doing that. Background well, question on the setting. There's multiple sources of magic and power and all that in the universe, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. come from one. Every story is true. Every story is true. Okay, fair enough. Got it. Yep. <laughs> It's not Cthulhu wearing different hats. It's all... No, no. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yes, Bureau 13 is every story you ever heard is true. There is the Mothman. His name's not Mothamer. <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> <laughs> He's quit. There's the, the, the Zug Island Mermaid out in Detroit, in the Detroit area. There's the uh, Sasquatch. The Sasquatch lived there, and so the Yetis do, too. Okay, so it could be any number of things causing this. All right. Yes, yeah, yeah. With any said, number of things to get rid of it. All right, fair enough. It really depends on what's causing it. If it's a, a stone that was made sacred through sacrifices, yeah. oh, you just have to desanctify the stone. All right, so, yeah, we need to find out more information on what's causing it before we figure out how to get rid of it. Got it. Yeah. Yep. All right, well. Speaking of which, you guys going upstairs? Sure. All right. All right. Going upstairs. You guys, as soon as you close the door, the upstairs unlocks. It's laid out differently than downstairs. The door opens up to a little foyer, but this time it's actually nicely appointed. There's no wardrobe, but there is, a, of course, a little end table with a dead plant in a vase. <laughs> in the corner, there's a marble statue of the Virgin Mary standing in the corner. It stands about three foot tall. Do her eyes glow? No, 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 no. Does she have a tall red pointy hat? Because that's not the Virgin Mary. That's a long (laughs) 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 time. She doesn't have a tall pointy hat. No, no. 
There is a closet again, you know, across the does door. It, how old does it look? Does it look like it's really, really old, or is it like something they got out of the concrete? Place it, it's something they made. It looks like it's circa Victorian. Okay, so nothing really old, nothing really new, just kind of. Victorian. And once we got up there and slammed the door shut, you can't see those tendrils anymore, right? Yeah, it's part. It, your powers last long enough to realize there's hardly any tendrils up here. How of my aura looking? It's cleaned up. Oh, okay. You are a little gray. You got a little tinge of gray. Both of you still got a little tinge of gray, and so does Arthur if you, look, if you, if you close the door. Every silver cloud's got a touch of gray. And, yeah. Uh, but, I could get out my holy water spray and spritz you and see if that helps. I'm all for trying that, huh? Go for well, it. Well, here. Hey, hold on. Let's see what all it right. does. No Pull it out. Spritz, spritz just a little bit. Let me take my glasses off. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, spritz, 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 spritz. Any diff? And um, you get wet. <laughs> You scream and writhe in agony. <laughs> uh, Whoopsies. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no I'm not difference. sizzling and popping, so that's always no, a, a good, good thing. thing. It's not, not a bad thing, no. Yeah, yeah. Are you still gray? Your vision's about to peter out, but yeah, you're still gray after the spritzing. Yeah, mm. well, you know. All right, well, damn. Sorry. Well, you know, it's not your fault. I'm Lutheran. We don't have holy water. <laughs> <laughs> So the layout is almost identical to the one downstairs, except that there's a door at the end of the hallway where there wasn't one before. Is it glowing? No, and there's nothing. Like, and there's nothing going zoom. Nothing like that. No. <laughs> no scritchy, scritchy, scritchy it's noises. Not, it's not. It's not pulsing or bleeding or anything. No, no, no we'll blood bleaching from the walls. No, no, we'll, no. We'll open it anyway. Is it just me, or is this house, like, amazingly boring, you guys? It's like the boring, so it's boring. Uh, house don't like, say <laughs> that. We don't want it to be an exciting house. Yes, we do. <laughs> dull, 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 dull. We didn't so go it's through a year of training to have no excitement. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, the layout's almost the same. There's, there's a living area. There's a, where the closet is. The same, same place as the closet. You find another bathroom. You go to the end of the hallway, and it opens up into a kitchen. This is where a kitchen is. is the ceiling dripping ichor? Wait well, a minute. If, if you will. No. Didn't the neighbors say something about the people would anger the house? They didn't want people angering the house? Yeah. yeah. Kick the wall. Okay, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to kick the wall and say, all right, evil. <laughs> we don't believe you really exist. <laughs> Show yourself. Stupid. <laughs> this house is stupid. What room is he doing this that in? Is... <laughs> I'm not sure. What, what room are you doing it in? Are you doing it in the hallway? Are you doing it in the, cl- in I'm the kitchen? I'm going to go wherever the tendrils were focused. They, they've stopped once we got up to the stairs, right? Well, okay, so we have to go back there. The, you, you, well, no, you saw a couple of feeble ones flicking through the floor. Which is, which is, can we knock Arthur out or something so we don't have to worry about... <laughs> <laughs> he's still the serious. I know, but he's going to hear us yelling about we, evil things. We left and... him in the hallway. No, we've got to take him with us. He's got all wrapped up black aura down there. Okay, no. What part of a secret organization do you people not understand? <laughs> we haven't done anything secret. secret part. Well, why don't you just knock him out? What secret you organization to? are you talking about, sir? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't secret, know what secret, secret organization, but if there was a secret organization, we wouldn't want him to know about it. Well, that's right. Saying Union secrets. We don't need him to know that's our right. union secrets. Yes. Government <laughs> secrets. Not government secrets. No. Um, <laughs> of the Brotherhood. Local civil servant yes. secrets. <laughs> we suck. Okay. <laughs> Are there fake books on this floor, too? 
No, actually, if, if you go into the living area, there's a bookshelf, and, and it has real books in it. They're all various treaties on metallurgy and physics of the time. There's also a couple bound volumes of works by Nicholas Tesla. Seeing a theme. Richard, do you have a sleep spell in your arsenal? No. What kind of nightmare? All right. So what's behind the door Dude. at the end of the room? I'm going to knock you out here in a minute. <laughs> yeah, moron. Paladins don't cast sleep. I would have... Well, I'm yeah, just, why does a knight have a sleep spell? Yeah. Have any nice uh, hello, knight? In your healing Knight, pal- as in opposite of day, you'd think you'd have a sleep spell? Oh, uh, look at you. Clever. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe if he levels up, you'll, you'd buy a new spell. Help us with- I can make somebody go to sleep with my sword. <laughs> go on, then. <laughs> no, like, no, like no. finally judge, would like tap on the him. head or something, just <laughs> knock him out for a little while. Because there's no way in this game to knock someone out with one roll. So I'm trying to figure out how... So I'm can- just going to have to use your Vulcan death the crap death out of him, and I don't want to do that. Well, no, no, actually, there is. If you do a called shot with the purpose of knocking him out, you can... You can oh, you can, well, hell. All right. But a called shot to heads at minus six. Jesus. So it's actually kind of difficult to do. Cinematic action, my ass. All right. Um. <laughs> <sighs> Go ahead, Dan. Try it. Yeah. Go this is how it turns out, Daniel. Roll them, roll them, roll them. Da, 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 da. Well, this can be solved very easily if B13 and provide us with flashy things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who's talking about government secrets? Flashy or things. roofies? Either B13. one. What the well, heck? Okay. He's not in the room with us right now, and I'm speaking in a normal tone of voice. Oh, I've been really loud. I'm sorry. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you do have the mind wipe drug with you. I mean, that is what you do. Does that have has like a, that has like a percent chance to put him in a permanent coma or something, doesn't it? Yeah. It's a nice <laughs> We're willing to take that chance. <laughs> the needs right? of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You, also, you also have a selection of psychic suppression drugs, too. Just to be honest. I, oh, I don't think we should harm Arthur. <laughs> he is the only one that knows how to get us out. That's a good point. Look at should Rich. harm him, but if oh, he stays I'm not down a Knight there, Templar for nothing. Yeah, thanks for being the voice of reason, Richard. But if he gets reason. overwhelmed by the psychic aura of hate and madness, then we're going to have to hurt him, right? So that he can't hurt us. So that's not a good choice either. And after this is should over, we just distract him? I don't like the idea of smacking anyone on the head who has a black aura. Yeah. I like the idea of being the team responsible for blowing on the, the cover of... So basically, well, we need right to get now... up here and have somebody chit-chat with Wait him. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Leave him downstairs. We can... We're upstairs. We can recruit Let's him. Let's just look around. We can it's recruit fine. him afterwards. Well, yeah, we yeah. could. We don't yeah. have to... Okay, so never mind. We don't have to hide anything from him. We'll just yeah. recruit him. So don't worry about it. Just don't... Him. All right, hell with it. Let's... All right, evil! <laughs> get him upstairs first. Get him upstairs first. Because he's hanging out... He's wrapped in black tendrils. You gotta bring him upstairs. Well, he, he, he got wrapped when you when you opened the door. Maybe up. If we he anchor the house, door. it'll kill him and it'll save us all the trouble. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I might be confused. Is he in here? The house? No, he doesn't. yeah, he's he's in the stairwell. He's which inside is, the house in the stairwell. Okay. Yeah, is yeah, he which, wrapped which, in a black aura now or not? Last time you looked, you just said a little gray to his aura, just like you guys do. Okay. Oh, so he's not currently being. Because the downstairs door is closed now. Gotcha. Oh, well, then no. the hell with Leave it, it closed. Stay Leave it downstairs. Okay, I, thought he was... I thought it was still got him. And, and oh, he oh, needed we're to all good. Stay. We're all safe? Oh. All right, good. So, so first we're exploring the second floor. Okay. Yes. So, 
I was going to do room by room, and you can say who's in it. That was much quicker than trying to figure out who's going where. Okay, in the living area, like I said, there's the couch, there's, a, there's some lamps, uh, another little buffet, but no skulls in that. Oh, take the back. There's a skull. Kind <laughs> of skull. What? What species of skull? What is it this time? Oh, it's a human skull. A which Bob. one? No, it's just another skull. Okay. Human skull, you said? Human yeah, human skull. I saw it going in this one. Well, it's also next to an old copy of Grey's Anatomy, which would probably get you a nice little piece of money on the market because it's like a first edition of Grey's Anatomy. Not looting bodies. From when the first season was... Uh, <laughs> quiet air. <laughs> also, off in the corner, there's a small table with a Bible sitting on it. And the Bible's opened up to the book of Ezekiel. Which version of... <laughs> which Ezekiel ver- saw the wheel which, oh, way up in Which the version? Wheel. Yeah. Well, it's not going to be Old the English, NLT. Greek, whatever, I don't know. It's like, how? how? Oh, it is definitely a Protestant. Protestant. Okay. He's Anglican. Okay. So that's, Anglican. Just, that's just Catholic without the Pope. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any passages <laughs> marked on the, in the Bible? Actually, this is... Is it on the wheel, or I should say the UFO part? It's on the opening chapters, which does talk about the wheels and the wheels and the uh, and so forth. And the, you know, there's a bookmark in here, but there's nothing to underline or mark. But that's where it's left open, and there's a bookmark sash going through that same section. Mm. So that's that room. All right. So here's an interesting room. This could be, so if someone goes to the closet. Maybe it is Carl goes to the closet. There's crates in there, packing crates in the closet. All empty. <laughs> you you gonna open one up? Yeah, sure. Sure. Pull one out, open it up. Okay, remember, this is. It's this been is a fixed. long time since we've played D and D, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I know this is a bit of a dungeon crawl in the house. Yeah. But the, no, 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 I'm talking about. Yeah, like, I'm not looking play, for traps. Yeah, Just open the damn thing. When you played D and D for a while, <laughs> yeah, that's what. I, thank you. That's where I was going. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goody! A poison arrow shoots out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, play safe. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's three like, smaller what? crates. They're about two foot by two foot inside. They're wooden crates. And there's a large. Almost four foot crate off in the corner, and these are wooden crates. So to open up, you're going to need a pry bar, which happens to be sitting on a table behind you in this closet. Oh, how convenient! Good, we can use oh, that to pry open the uh, floor. It's like I meant to open them. And, and we yeah, get... which perhaps maybe you shouldn't. And if and I'll if... start with the big one, how would that be? Okay. Flip it over and open it from the bottom. Ha <laughs> ha! That'll fool them. Any writings on them? Yeah, please do not open this crate before no. Christmas. Yeah. Gosh, evil. There's well, no small green lizards well, wandering small, around this house, small are there? Cr- small crates are recycled, uh, some sort of fruit crate, apple crates of some sort. The big crate is custom made. That's the one I want to open. Yep, open that one first. Right. Yep, everyone. <laughs> grab the crowbar, pry it in. I got out the Bible in the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the small. So I'm going to throw the these... small. We have Before these. completely leveraging the lid off, I look back and see everyone aiming different weapons my direction. <laughs> <laughs> really? Why? We have, these, we have these PKE meters that aren't called PKE meters. Cause I can't Brilliant remember. detectors. Thank you. That, and we haven't even used them I yet. I totally forgot about them. Yeah. Why don't we, we do that now. before we start opening <laughs> opening crates that could have because any number Carl's of oh, open the crates. Too late. Carl's already started something. He can't stop the lad. <laughs> he hasn't moved his finger off the chess piece. It's okay. <laughs> he has the crowbar shoved into the lid, and he's about to apply pressure. So you have a chance to pull out a PK meter before he applies pressure and leverage. I'm going to pull out. So at least you'll know something's about to happen. 
beryllium detector. All right. And move it over the crates. All so right. Just... Make your supernatural lore roll. All right. Hang on. I'm gonna... Yeah, it's a great D4. But you get a D6 wall die to go along with it, too. So Three dozen Carillions in there. <laughs> well, and I have supernatural sensitivity, so I get a plus two on that as well. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yes. No, I did it back. You, you do your notice roll. So D66 and a plus two on, the D, on both rolls. All right. <laughs> hey, Carl. The head mm-hmm. bone's connected to the neck bone, and I do a little skull sock puppet sort of dance. <laughs> wow. I really suck. My best roll, including the plus two modifier, was a four. That's enough to get a reading. Your target number is four anyway in this one. Yeah, there's... there's great. Open that crate. Something inside of this make it twinge. Good. Let's find uh, out. Guy, you might is, it a, re- is it a gray-green lizard thing? <laughs> if it's a gray-green lizard thing, don't right. do it. If uh, you want to open it, be my guest. All I'm saying is there is a... Man, this is our job is to do this kind there's of thing. There's a Carillium reading, so let's Stop open it and have some... Dan, I've... just go down and hang out with Arthur and hide. That's why I wiggle. <laughs> I, I, I shake the gun. That's, like, that's why I got this. All right. Yep. And I got <laughs> this. Draw mine Richard, as well. stab it with your sword. Stab it with your sword. <laughs> it's our job to go. prod and poke at supernatural Oop, things. That's right. you know. Open the crate. <laughs> Okay, good, great. Oh, let's do it. I get around behind the crate on the other side of the crate from them. <laughs> and, up and duck down at the same time, just in case they're shooting. Loudly, safety off. And, and, and the, the lid comes off, falls on the floor, and nothing happens. You, Stand up and go, peek down in. It's full so, of Excelsior. Excelsior! 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 Aaron, have a good rummage where you can't see what you're doing. Go on. I that. I reach in. You feel something hard and <laughs> inside. Uh, all 14. I'm reaching into the crate. Yes. Okay. There's something. This is, if you think something, it feels oh my like. God. Like, like shell. I am hard. ashamed. <laughs> it's hard and stiff, you know. <laughs> and throbbing. No, it's not. <laughs> I look up at them with my eyes wide. Um, there's nothing here. If you guys want to go in another room now, this one's <laughs> Okay, fine. I reach in and I pull out whatever it is I've got my hand on. Or try to, uh, anyway. Okay. You pull out, well, something you've never seen before. And it's it's odd enough to actually time for everything. I've not seen one of these. No, it's also (laughs) odd enough to get you guys a D8 fright roll for this one. What the hell is it? Huh? And I roll five Uh, points of fright. You look at everyone's resilience. I think you're everyone's gonna make it six Uh, minus five. Think. Yeah, here's five. So you're shaking. So you don't don't worry. So you're not going to run a scream or anything like that. Everyone else is six. So I'm an eight. Yeah, you're an eight. We didn't even bother looking at you. I'm dense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Dan, Dan, actually, Dan, you're not scared. You're like that huh. looks familiar for some reason. What the hell is that? <laughs> Our nation. Actually. I am not from the Ozarks. Thank you. What the hell that, is that? It's, <laughs> It looks kind of familiar, but I can't think why. You know what the hell that is. It's a gray-green gray <laughs> carapace. That's where they put it. It's a strange-looking... Uh, you want to call it like a body. It's been articulated. It's not bipedal. It's tripedal. There's That's three not legs, good. Three legs, three arms, and 
six eyes. And it's but not moving. A hollow shell. How big is it? It's about three foot tall. Can you oh. work it like a sock puppet? How do you know it's hollow? Well, it's is like, it like a giant cicada shell? Oh, is there a huh? zipper on the back? Kevin <laughs> knows it's hollow because it's light as a feather. Basically. He's wearing an Egger suit. <laughs> so it's three feet tall, quite like the Virgin <laughs> Mary statue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a Virgin Mary suit. Wait a minute. But yeah, huh. it looks very insectoid. You have to play that role playing game sometime. Yeah. What's that? Men in Black. Insectoid? Oh. Yeah. That was D6, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. It's sort of insectoid slash crustacean looking. The head's pointed and there's also like horns coming off the top of it. Basically, it's trilateral. You know, we're bilateral, but it's trilateral. And when the sides meet, they come out in little horns off the top of the head. And there's like a mouth in the top of the head. A mouth in the top of the head? Yes. It's a zorn! <laughs> what the hell is this thing? And but, I am so glad it's not wriggling around right now. Yeah. Is there anything else down in the crate? I'll reach down and maybe there's a base or something. No, you might find some loose appendages <laughs> that make it fall put, off. Yeah, is there one of those little lights that you can put in? You know, little strobe yeah. lights? <laughs> Lava lamp? Yeah. Let's not desecrate the alien body. Oh, <laughs> uh, Is that what you think it is? Well, maybe it's just the shell, like a snake. What came out of it? Looking inside, there's nothing... If you dig around, you might find some bits that may have fallen off when you pulled no, it No, no, I mean inside the shell. Can oh, inside the shell? There? It's not exactly how, but it's full of wool padding to this for structure. Yeah, it's like someone put it together and mounted it, because it's definitely been wired together in various places. Huh. I'm keeping it. This no. Is on, Carl. Oh, no, you're, from your, all your training, this is a, you definitely going to put it back in the crate, and you call it for retrieval. <laughs> Something like this. <laughs> Or you sit down to the EO Curiosity Shop and then put it up in the wall and they say, look, we got ourselves a, a Venusian. And then no one would believe what, what, what it is. Can I use... I'm not sure if it'd be if the Carillion Detector would help me do this or the site or any kind of... I don't have biology or anything, but tell if it's made out of terrestrial material versus you would need terrestrial material or something like that? Or, you would or need do a, I need like the full lab to do that? You need a lab to do that. Okay. Fair enough. Do we have one in the van? Are there more crates to open? Yeah, three more crates. Yeah, throw that back in and let's open another one. All right, put it in. Grab another crate. And once again, we all (laughs) gather around and point (laughs) things at it. (laughs) Now, when you TK these, there's no reading off of them. So if you use the uh, the, the, the crate detector, there's no reading off these crates. I still want to open them. There might be something good. Oh, of course. Yeah, Yeah. I'll open them. Okay. You open. Okay. If you open the top one, they're back stacked in one. There's like two in the bottom, and one stacked top and top. So if you open up the top one, again, it's full of excelsior. But if you pull the excelsior out, you'll find there's actually little tray sections in there, and there's a skeleton in there. Human skeleton or animal? That's a good question. Anyone here actually have any skills like that? <laughs> I've got repair. Can I put it back together? <laughs> Does it look about three feet tall? Three, three and a half feet tall. Does, but does it have a skull in it? Oh, there's a skull. It's, it's a large, bulbous skull, way out of proportion with the rest of the body. Ooh, how would it That's look it. sitting on top of the green carapace? It wouldn't work. Okay, not like it would fit. Like a human skull or some bulbous non-human? It's, it's definitely got a snout, so it's more of a primate face. Oh. Huh. Okay, set that to the side. Next box. Yeah. And I'll make sure it works. The other two boxes contain two more skeletons, just like that one. Same one. Yeah. Hmm. So looking through everyone's skills, does anyone have any skills there? Yeah, nothing like that. 
Well, we just got to send these back to headquarters. I don't know what these things are. Yeah, no one's got not even supernatural knowledge. You can try to get supernatural knowledge. All I've got got is sensitivity. Yeah, I got it too. Recognize it as a certain type of critter. I don't think you can have your role for that one. Just the best you can tell, it looks like a primate of some sort, but it's not like any primate you've ever heard of. Right. For the size of the body, you should expect a skull you could probably hold. One hand can cover the skull. This skull is about half a human size skull. Is it bone or is it fossil? It's sort of like it's been lacquered, like someone's actually done preserving out. They lacquered it to help preserve it, which is what we do back in the uh, Victorian times. They would so lacquer skulls. Lacquer possibly skulls. could be Australopithecine or something like that? Could be old, but no, it's nothing like I mean, the head is definitely bulbous. I mean, it's like someone tried to shove a full-size brain inside the skull. Oh, hmm. oh. But, but the face is... Bu- what are we doing tonight, Pinky? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The so face- we've, got, we've got the green carapace at about three to three and a half feet tall. We've got these skeletons, which would assembled be about three to three and a half feet tall. And yeah. the Virgin Mary at three to three and a half feet tall. Oh, winky dink I think not. I heard Virgin Mary wasn't that short. That's not, <laughs> not the scale. <laughs> no. They but were small is- back in the, the statue. Let's see what's inside it. It's solid, solid marble. Three foot tall, solid marble. Yeah, you can pick it up a bit and you sit right back down again. <laughs> I know that that doesn't work out well. You don't pick up stone statues unless you want them to break apart. Yeah. Or unless you want the whole <laughs> building to collapse around you. <laughs> oh, we're not going to worry about the building collapsing until later, okay? And we don't have any pouch of sand to replace it with if we move it. So we basically have to put these things back. And tag them to be sent off to headquarters, well, right? If you want an excuse for antiquities, these would almost guarantee would qualify for antiquities, which was tag, your guys. Tag it, book. Let's get out of here. Yep, tag. All right. <laughs> we'll so, come back. We'll come back. So if you go to the rest of the floor, yeah, there's a bathroom. Uh, and there's Thomas and there John Crapper in there and sink and so forth. There's a bedroom on this floor. With a uh, wardrobe, and uh, it looks like this has been lived in. The bed's unmade. Hmm. The bed's unmade? Yep. There's hardly any dust in this room. This place is, like, sealed. The sheets are kind of stiff because they've been in the same position now for almost 100 years. PK meter. <laughs> at this age, if you run it over, uh, unless the person died in bed in the throes of passion with a stake through its heart, no, you're not going to get any readings off the bed. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> What an interesting image. It's <laughs> her closet. You were in the front closet. No, there's a wardrobe. And there's clothes in there. All Victorian era were uh, clothes for a man. This is definitely a Is there a window? Oh, there's windows. They don't open. No, but I mean, can you look out them? Yeah. You are we truly really on the second floor if you look out the window? Yes, you are. Okay. I'm going to check the pockets of all the clothes. You do find a business card in one of the pockets. It's for one Dr. Capability Hobbs, PhD, and a bunch of other initials after that. You know, he listed all his degrees and so forth. Well, put it in my pocket. Yeah. And at the end of the hallway, if you go through the last door, is, is a kitchen. It's a, definitely a Victorian-era kitchen. Uh, it does have gas. There's a gas stove. but gas Ice is still in the ice box? No, no ice in the icebox. <laughs> oh, rats. 
Yep. There's two desiccated fish on my countertop, though. Thank you, Thank but you. no. <laughs> you know, You'd they, think that we would have smelled those down in the hallway. They've been there for a hundred years. They're Not so smelly anymore, eh? They're completely desiccated, too. I mean, they're completely dried out. There's definitely dried and dead moldy fruit on the fruit bowl on the, on the dining room table in that room. There's a kitchen table in there, and it's got dead fruit in it. Oh, Very dead. You. Just like little weird nuggets at this point? I mean, with Yeah, the- little gray nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody What's hasn't been doing a very good job of taking care of this place. Yeah. And there's a cookbook open up on a little side table. A little cookbook with a recipe for... Dibs. Uh, how to serve man. How to serve mankind. You can <laughs> serve for the recipe. That those were salmon out there. There were, there were two big salmon. There was, he was planning to make... Someone was planning to cook some salmon for dinner. They never got to it, looks like. Like the Marie Celeste. Yeah. And the icebox, when you open that up, that smells. Oh, God! <laughs> Slam it closed. Girl! Shut the door! How could it, though, if everything's been... Shut on the, the front door! door. It's, the seals it's, that good. Uh, the seals this one was that good. I mean, they basically, it's, it, well, you had to pull to get it open. And when it opened, there were, like, lines and things and streamers and crap like that. <laughs> God, I think I think uh, we may have found our our culprit right here in the icebox, guys. I... Is it the former inhabitant of the house? No, it's like basically something. a couple of wheels of cheese, some milk, <laughs> eggs. Oh, it smells meat. like the feet of angels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a good oh. strong cheese. That is some aged cheddar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whack off a hunk. See how God. <laughs> you do that, Carmelo. I was going to let that one go completely, Josh. <laughs> I was just sitting over here smiling to myself. <laughs> so, Dan, why are you sitting here? That was what, totally what? unintentional. Sorry. Uh, but I've got my new ringtone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Dan, while you're sitting there coughing, trying to stifle uh, throwing up at this point, yeah. uh, you look up and you see the rest of people standing there looking at you. And then you also see that staying amongst them is a dwarf with a bulbous head. You blink for a second and he's gone. Okay. Did anybody else see that? What? See what? 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 They were they're looking at you. That dwarf guy with the big head that was there a second ago, and he just went poof. Just well, like the Native American demons are supposed to dance on this hill? That's crazy talk. <laughs> it's probably the ghost of Jesus past, for God's sake. The ghost of Jesus Christ. Maybe if we try to leave the house, then something will happen. Did anybody check the bedroom wardrobe and make sure that that is what it's supposed to be? Yeah, there's no Narnia in there either. Damn it all. <laughs> You still haven't found a way into the basement. I'm, 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 I want to take that crowbar that we Where's had up the there shoot? and Sorry. start prying up the floorboards. Yeah. To the second floor? Oh, no, no, no. Downstairs. <laughs> I found the first floor. What's <laughs> 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 All right. Well, Is there a coal shoot? Oh, the lawyers are going to love it. You, you didn't we see what... We looked for a coal shoot outside when they first tried to get Yeah, there, there wasn't one. Uh, not quite sure how you heated the house, but it's. To be honest, it actually is, it is warm in here. Sorcery. Have we seen any fireplaces? No, you haven't seen a fireplace. It's a gas no, stove. No, we know there's fire mesh in the walls. Hello, little person. 
<laughs> He's not there anymore. You, you want to come back here? Daniel, could you stop talking to the air, please? Dan, are you okay? You're freaking no, me I'm out. I'm telling you, there was another. There was a dwarf down here, or some. Uh, a dwarf. Yeah, I'm inclined to believe him. I mean, we we do fight demons and monsters. It's kind of our shtick. Nope. Let's think about what we know here for a second. We we know that there's this mesh that was winding through the walls and all that. Yeah. And it seems, by all evidence, to contain this black evil energy that was insinuating itself around mm-hmm. us two and that guy over there. Hmm. The guy's got an obvious interest upstairs, according to the books, in Tesla and metallurgy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is all about, you know, mechanics. And Tesla was kind of an odd dude, you know, making yeah. earth machines and death rays. There, and was a gra- there, was a, there was a Grey's Anatomy and a human skull. Grey's Anatomy human skull. Not sure where that fits in. And they We've got alien or possibly demonic skeletons. Hey, those skeletons might be the skeleton of that little bulbous head midget guy that you saw. Or maybe they could be little E.T. skeletons. They just want the remains returned to them? Was he saying Elliot? Elliot. Not a bad idea there. Do you think he's containing or that he called it forth? I'm thinking it's, it looks right now that like this is containing it like some kind of huge containment tra- trap or something. Chief Seattle was talking about like a, how when a, thunderstorms like occur. Like a cage for black magic. So he's using black magic to heat his house? That's not real smart. Well, it's green. It is energy but efficient. Still. I will grant you. Okay, wait a second. But, but no, I'm not, I'm not worried about how the house is heated. But yeah, like if this is like some kind of like Faraday cage to contain and ground whatever evil energy is in the hill that Chief Seattle was talking about, like you know, this is a haunted demon hill or something. Right. And Danzi, you're saying something. You're making. I'm out. trying to, but nobody will let me talk. <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. <laughs> Go ahead. When <laughs> spit it out, Dan. Come on, we're waiting. Wait. Wait. Come on. When, when... <laughs> when... Richard, poke him with your sword. Maybe that'll make him come on. Poke, poke. Hey, stop that, damn it. The chief said that the dancing and stuff occurred when there were thunderstorms happening. If that could have disrupted the grid or the machinery or whatever. Okay, but thunderstorms usually involve lightning, and we're talking about Nikola Tesla. But if the lightning somehow disrupted the containment field or whatever this thing is, well, that's maybe? Kind of a stupid containment field. I mean, lightning happens all the time, so it's not. Like, I don't. I don't know. Well, you have <laughs> maybe it's an overload under discharge. I don't that know. was very whiny of you, there, book. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Well, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Maybe your You know what? Maybe his dwarf is trapped in here, and the rest of his tribe is outside. And every time there's a thunderstorm or a lightning storm, and it disrupts the power, they're trying to get their kin back outside. Maybe the lightning storm's caused by like discharging stored up energy or something. I don't know. I'm no engineer. We need. No, but you have access to the code. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the you psychic do. mind code of the universe. <laughs> not, not this. Uh, Technology stuff—that's beyond me. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You 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 could use your divination powers and see what's going on. Could if you dare. You're not not chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't have access to my stuff. I say with big old finger quotes. It's all back at the base. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what kind of stuff do you need? Perhaps we have it here. 
Magic. Need some stanky cheese? We got a lot of stanky cheese. No. <laughs> I need my nog chop. off a hunk for you. I need... <laughs> it's, there's no hunks to hock off right now. Well, I don't know about that. It's, 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 it's a new life. It may be a new life form sitting in that fridge right now. <laughs> Actually, I gotta check. I don't think I have the PowerPoints to do uh, intimidation. It was very expensive, as I recall. Yeah, it's five PowerPoints to do it. Is it five? I might actually have. And you really got the crystal. So oh, I got the crystal too. Yeah. What I really need to do is find out where the stuff is coming from. And like I said, the energy seems to be emanating from under the under Wait. the building through the floorboards. We went back outside. We cut a big ass pentagram into the earth to contain it. We cut the power again. We whack a hole in the wall, and you exercise whatever it is that tries. To I don't know how to exercise. Oh. Well, I can tell that by looking at your belly there. Well, hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 no hey. personal comments here. Hello. I do. Why don't we just ask Arthur if he knows where the basement is? Yeah. Oh, fine. Be all sensible. Oh, yeah, if you want to do things the easy way, I suppose that would work too. <laughs> I'm going to go check on Arthur. All right. By yourself? Yeah. yeah I have a sword. He did. Find him with a drink in his hand. No. <laughs> He's, a, he's not, Nelly on his arm. That's right. He's he's on his iPod <laughs> playing Angry Birds. <laughs> Arthur, do you know where the basement is? How to get to it? Basement? Oh, I uh, know there's one, but um, didn't you find the door in there? He points to the first floor. There we should found- be a doorway or something downstairs. Why don't you show it to me? Okay. 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 I didn't find this doorway. Have you found anything yet? Have you find these antiquities you're looking for? We did. You did? What's, a what's couple it? items, yeah. We marked them, and um, we'll have to send a team in to get them. Send a team in the okay. That's, oh, yeah, because, yeah, for... for Department yeah, of Justice, you know? U.S. Marshals, something like that, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, so, so what were they? Were they, like, uh, you know, uh, antiques from some mosque or something like that, or...? No, um, some skeletons. Oh, why but I could tell they were really, really old. Okay. Well, I knew Hobbs has some skeletons in his closet. He makes a little laughing motion. <laughs> Just doing my job. Where's that basement? <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> I didn't actually lie to him. You so crack me up. <laughs> he pulls on the first floor. Uh, you got to close the upstairs door. Oh, yeah. Leave them up there. That's fine. No problem. Okay. Clank. Do you still talk to you through the door? Like when the door shuts, are we now cut off from you? Oh, you, you hear the bolt shoot for a second. No, no, no. We have our earpieces in. Yes, we do. Richard, because can you hear me? You... Richard? What, huh? Ooh. Can you hear me? When the door is closed and you do that, both, the metal in the house, that should be fun. both Book and Dan feel like... And Dano? Something goes through your ear. It's just... Wow! Static, like like you like some uh, shoved a pin, to, sort of a spike in your ear when I, when she talked. Ah, ow! My voice isn't that bad. <sighs> I mean, it's you know, it's from South Philly and all. Stop talking! Stop! Can I hear them from the talking? Can I hear no. that from the? You can hear them talking through the door, but you can't hear them over the earpiece. It, you are blocked. Huh? Oh, Richard, where the hell are you? <laughs> I'm over here under the other side of this door. 
You, you can hear that. I can hear you through the door, but not through the earpiece. We're not going to have contact if you walk away. That's true. Not good. We should. You guys should probably come with me then. All right, open the door again. And door opens up, and you guys can come on down. Yeah. Taking the crowbar with us. Yeah. yeah always good to have a crowbar. No, for our I can't have the carapace. I'm keeping the crowbar. Yeah, Did you he's wear sp- the carapace's armor? Ah. <laughs> Are you doing that? He's busy flipping through some sort of document on his iPod, going, I think he's, according to the documents we have, he zooms it up, you know, does a little finger motion, zooms it up. Uh, it says the entrance was on the first floor, according to the documents we had from him. You guys didn't find it? No. Um, can I see your documents? Sure, you should. Schematics? Well, Schematics. Uh, he sort of built this house using at least four sets of different builders, so there's really no blueprints that we have. One of the things we were doing was to actually do a blueprint of this house once we got inside and at least know how the thing's built. But I have no idea you know, why he built it this way, but it's... He was eccentric, you know. I mean, we figured he might have been the next Tesla if he had, you know, hadn't disappeared. We don't know what happened to him. Hmm. You know what he looked like? Oh, from certain age, was a picture of a guy, you know, black hair, he's got beard, you know. About three feet tall? Yeah, I was going to say, was he a little, you know, shorter than average stature? He was average in height. Educated in Boston, I think at MIT. It's actually the only picture he was taking when he was uh, 30. So it's uh, the only picture we have of him. He didn't have to take very many pictures of himself. In fact, you may have noticed that there are no pictures at all in this house. There was nothing hanging on the walls, just wallpaper. Ah. Yeah, the decorations in this house leave a lot to be desired. Uh, I think oh, you need geez. a book. Cheese? Cheese we've got. We've <laughs> got a lot of cheese. <laughs> okay. Wisconsin hasn't got nothing on us. <laughs> right. He opens up the first floor door and you guys go in. So he walks in, according to these documents he shows them to Richard, it should be in here. He opens up here in the back in that bathroom again on the first floor. Okay, this is the bathroom. This is not the way into the basement. But it says this is the place. Stand on the toilet seat and pull the chain and see if that takes you somewhere. <laughs> it flushes. If you turn it off, magical that's with that, huh? God, if you, you do not end up at the Ministry of Magic. <laughs> Dang. If you turn the knobs on the sink, the the water, water comes out. Hot but and cold. Turn, yeah, she is hot and cold. Weird black well, curling. Let's candles. tear the floor up. Yep. Let's get right. to there's it. A, there's also a tub in here. When you turn the knobs in the tub, they don't work. Ooh. Hmm. Let's rip that tub out. Yep, Where's that yep. crowbar? Where's in the, the tub? PK, just crowbar's right here. Meter. Yeah, before we start ripping it up, can we move the tub? Can, can we? Can we meter it first? Make a smart roll. <laughs> Everybody or just certain people? Whoever wants to work on this problem, make a smart roll. Okay. I can criticize. I'm going to use a Benny, I think, to re-roll. Four. I forgot I had those. Five. I got an eight. I got a ten. So it's Dan who figures out, if you turn the taps all the way on and then, well, pull the, pull the plunger... What the hell was It's a secret entrance The the whole bathtub on the floor just goes up into the air 
up, up to the ceiling. There's just enough room. You see oh. a set of stone steps leaning down. Okay, that Arthur, you might want to go back to the foyer. Oh, and by the way, Dan and Book, make a spirit roll. Yay. You shouldn't for a four, so it shouldn't be that hard. My spirit. Spirit of C6. Oh, wow. I'm going to use a Benny. <laughs> Where are those Bennies? I got a three. Ooh, you got a three? Yeah. Wow. Not- this really sucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> First time I rolled, I rolled a two and a one. I used a Benny. Second time I rolled, I rolled a two and a two. Woo. The universe uh, hates me. So, yeah. you, are you guys going to try a re-roll? Have you got any bennies nah. left? Or are you just I've got two bennies phone? left. I'm using one more Benny. I'm not. Taking it down to one. Okay, there we go. That's more like it. Alright. Aced and resulting in... Wow, this dice likes rolling fours after sixes. Ten. Okay, so yeah, you made that roll. Unfortunately, poor book, you're just looking down there, and you look around, you look at Dan, he looks normal. You look at the rest of them, and they don't look right. They... Uh Yeah. I think I know what's coming. Arthur looks okay, too, but the rest of them don't look right. They just... Who who doesn't look right? (laughs) You don't. Not to to, the book. (laughs) Uh, just... Basically, if you your prejudice meter has gone from wherever this thing is to eleven, they all look crazy and weird. They look like manifestations of the other. No, like <laughs> no, dirty <laughs> apes well, is what they look like. Yeah, dandy apes. I mean, Camilla still is a Camilla, but she's not one of your kind. She's not. Yeah, you. she's the manifestation of the other. Yeah. So yeah, on, on a Jungian level, that's how you seeing me. That's what you're saying. That's how I'm well, seeing all Except for Dan and, and Arthur, they look normal. Dan and oh, Arthur, they're with me. Dan and oh, Arthur, Arthur let's get him! <laughs> three on three. I leave Camilla, uh, swinging with the crowbar. Arthur's using his briefcase. So this initiative time... Carmela's going to grab her blessed axe. <laughs> I thought I still had the crowbar. Do you have that now? Great, I'm teaming up with C&C. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, uh, we took on the cops. Yeah. Well, Dan's fine. He's fine for the oh, yeah. moment. You got the crowbar? Okay, then I'm pounding her with the uh, Bible oh, hey. I have. Hey, Book, Book, what the hell are you doing? Book, <laughs> So I'm beating him back with the skull in my axe. All right, we're doing initiative. So I'm gonna You're going to beat him with your, your axe? It's still Book. <laughs> I've turned it around with the sharp side oh. away from him. I'm oh, just okay. trying to, you know, like. Yeah, well, well, that should be fine. Yeah, so he'll heal eventually. You can see who goes first, this one. <laughs> You got five of hearts. Well, I guess I don't have to use the axe if he doesn't have the crowbar. Arthur's got the two of hearts. And Carmilla got the queen of spades. Damn straight Skippy. Carl got the six of clubs. Richard got the two of clubs. And Dan got the queen of hearts. So the queen of spades gets to go first. You're going to try whack book with the blitz out of your axe. What well, Dan get? I'm sorry. If he doesn't have the crowbar. Oh, and, and Queen of Hearts. If if he doesn't have the crowbar, then I'm not going to use the axe against him. I was going to parry the crowbar with my axe, but if he doesn't uh, have that, I don't have the axe. I've got the Bible I, I and I've got my gun, the skull, and I will try. Oh, great, and a gun. Get the gun. <laughs> boom, boom. You got you got to draw it first, though. You there'll be in mind. So okay, so has he pulled so, the gun? Not yet. All right. So, well, no, I want to get him down on the ground where he can't get to his gun. Oh, a wrestling move. You're going to try a grapple. Well, I'm going to whack him with the skull, and then I'm going to wrestle him down. Which skull is that? I'm carrying the skull around from upstairs. Which skull, though? The, the human skull? Oh, the human one. The human skull. All right. Um. So 
poke my fingers in those eye sockets so, and crack him so, one upside the head with the skull. Beat some sense into it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to wrestle him down to the ground. He's weedy. I can take him. All right, so that's a fight and roll. <laughs> that's very true. I have to <laughs> yeah, so What the hell is the matter with you, and how dare you call me other? Do you know I just had my hair done? <laughs> yeah, Book has... What am I fight? Wait a minute, I can't find my fighting thing. Oh, D8. D8, D6 is your wild die. Both explode, and your target number is four. That's his parry. Six on the wild die, and I got a seven on the eight. Reroll the wild die. Five. Five. So you got a total of 11. That wow. definitely is a raise. So you can. I'm assuming you're doing non lethal damage. So this is basically just the equivalent of failure ranks, is at this point. Not, not lethal, but I want him to not hurt me, and he's gotten very weird. So basically, you're going to do your strength die plus a d4 for the skull. One use only, because it's going to be going poop bye-bye. And my and, strength is... Uh, and you get another d6 because you got a raise. So two d6s in the four? Two d6s in the d4. I don't have a d4. You got a d8, just roll it, divide by two. Oh, that just takes all the fun out of it, but all right. <laughs> I don't even know where these dice came from. So the d6s, I've got a one and a four with five, and the, of course the eight was a five, so two and a half. <laughs> Call it three. We round up. Okay. So, 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 so a grand total of eight. And his toughness is what is your? You didn't write down your toughness book. Four. Four. So yeah, you got hit. In this case, since you're doing non-lethal, you, 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 you basically get a point of fatigue. So yeah, even whacked hard. If you take three points of fatigue, you'll be knocked out. Okay, it's a negative one to actions from fatigue, right? Yes. Am I shaking too? Oh, yeah, you're already shaking. Unless you want to spend a Benny and try to soak it. I'll worry about it. And, and you got combat. Everyone's got combat Bennies, too. So everyone's got an extra Benny right now for this combat. I can spend a Benny to automatically unshake on my turn, right? No, do your turn. You just roll your vigor in your turn to unshake. But, you yeah, if that fails, so I can spend a Benny automatically, can I? Yeah, you can spend Benny to re-roll or unshake at that point. I thought I could spend a Benny to... You have to, you have to do it now. You have to do it now. If you oh, do, do it now, you, you, you can then roll to see if you can soak the damage... And if you soak the damage, then you, you also become automatically unshaken. If you're just shaken, you can spend a Benny immediately and be not shaken. But you got to do it as soon as you take the damage. Oh, do you? Yeah. Trust me, I've been sticking my nose in these rules a lot. Do you I, know? Tr- I trust you. <laughs> I might have been running it wrong. At any rate, no, I'm not spending it. To- okay, all right, so whack. So that okay. there's that. So that was, that was... Snap out of it! What's the matter with you? Queen of Hearts, that Shut is. up, you other you. Dan. That's a nose against the You're floor. not like me, and I don't like you. Respect. So, Dan, <laughs> what you doing? I'm going to pull my gun out. Yeah. And point it at him. What is going on? That's good action. He won't be able to say anything until his turn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you got a gun point at him. All right, so that's you. So next on the list is six of spades. Well, six clubs. Fire it on him because he's our friend. But so that's Carl. So Carl, put it on stun. That'll work. It's a Glock. It doesn't have a. <laughs> Wait a minute! It's a bureau. It's a Glock. I'm no, sure that there's a stun setting. This, this, this one probably you probably you probably got your standard loaded, which means every other bullet's silver. You just can't remember which one's the first one in the, in the clip. 
Better if the days are out instead. I don't have one. So, so Carl, you just see Carmella Brain. But I can uh, burn my initials in his flesh with my nifty Bureau 13 cigarette lighter, by God. <laughs> Carmella Brain, brain Book. Well, and but Dan Punk attacked her first. Yeah. But yeah. Dan's done anything yet. Dan's done anything yet. He just, he's just, he, yeah. he advanced. But yeah, you guys are like, well, he was before. being awfully nasty. Well, I'm going to leap in with the crowbar, not to hit Book, but to reach Bear around him from behind and wedge, you know, with both hands, wedge the, the crowbar up against around. his neck, trying to cut off his oxygen just to make him pass out, not to, uh, not to kill to him. Me. Just to slightly <laughs> joke. It's tough love, Book. Tough love. Yes. <laughs> so that definitely is a fighting role. Fighting um, words. Yeah, so what you can do now is you're going to try to get the hold, so next time around you can then try to make him pass out. So you can try to get him into a chokehold. Okay. Basically, you can make a fighting roll at this point, but he gets to actually make a uh, agility or, or strength roll. Agility. Yeah, yeah, to stop you from doing that. So roll. Yeah, you get your I have a quick question for you on the rules here. I'm going to use my amulet to get an extra d6. Oh. All right. It adds. This is fairly important. Yeah. Now, if I have to spend my fight, Benny, on this, next, if I don't like my roll, do I get to roll all four dice? If you use the amulet, you use it after your roll to add an extra die. Oh, okay. So I don't even use it yet. Yeah. Okay, so I have a fight roll of D8, and I get my wild die for D6. Yep. So what is book roll to stop this madman? Roll a five. Five. So you got to be a five. I've got a five. All right. So now, if I touch my amulet, amulet. Yeah. Now you get d six and then bump and pump it up. Okay. If you get one, you get success. So what you get? I actually did roll a one. It jumped up on my keyboard and ended as a one. Oh, oh, oh. So yeah, you got the crowbar across his throat, and uh, yeah, you got him in a chokehold. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Thank you, Carl. <laughs> okay, look, you can now react, so you can try and make an agility roll to slip out of his grasp. I'm gonna try and stomp on his what? feet to let go of me. Okay, <laughs> your fight skill is D4 minus two. Yeah. Well, <laughs> throw Wait. up on him. That's always a good move. I thought he took fighting. We we had I took shooting. Oh, I took you, shooting. you poor deluded fool. <laughs> Yeah, my combat skills are real crap anyway, so I'm really not a threat to anyone but myself. <laughs> so you picked the right person. Arthur, get her! <laughs> <laughs> Arthur, Dan, help me, Dan. They're not like us. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you including me in this? that I love. That's <laughs> <laughs> just commitment. Like you're on my team. You going to try to stop his foot? I mostly want to get out more than hurt him. At okay, this so, point. So Don't we so have I can, actually I, on the ground? It hurt better. So in that case, nope. you want to do like agility, and, and since you're using agility, so does uh, Carl has to roll agility then. To, for me. But, but wait, don't we actually have him on the ground? Well, no, he has him in a chokehold, which means Carl... And also, Carl, uh, you're, you're sort of, you got your heels balanced on the edge of the hole that leads downstairs <laughs> to do that hold. Oh, no. <laughs> hey. But you know what? I'm loyal. I will take that chance because I'm protecting a friend by hurting another friend. 
I only got a two. Alright, so don't, don't you worry about rolling at that at that point. Let, let's see. Well, you actually do roll because you're you're trying to hang on to them. So roll. I got a five. Yeah, so yeah, you're hanging on. The two of them are fighting over the, the precipice as, as we speak. Uh, let's see. You did get hit. Yeah, I was supposed to be shaking this round anyway. Yeah, you didn't done shaking in any case. Okay. So hearts come before clubs. So two hearts is oh Arthur. So we have Carmela. Carl and Book in one team. So that means, yeah, Richard, he's swinging his briefcase at you like a club. But he's another person there who's rolling D4 minus two <laughs> to hit you. Uh, he's trying to hit me. Yeah, he's trying to hit you. And, oh, dear lordy. So he rolled a seven minus two is five. And your parry is. Oh, he connects with the briefcase. You're shaking unless you want to spin like that combat banning get rid of it. I'll use my combat banning. Okay, so you're not shaking. So now it's your turn. I'm going down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's going down the stairs. He sort of pushes his way past and heading downstairs. You know, so that means next time Arthur's going to probably follow you. You're his special buddy. I love Our, Arthur. Yeah. So next round, book, you get a seven of diamonds. Arthur gets the King of Hearts. That's not good. Yeah. Well, we haven't got to you yet. So, Carmela, Ace of Spades. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know That's me my, so well. My, <laughs> my favorite Upperhead song. Yeah. Ace Carl, of Spades. Yep. King of Diamonds. All right. Wow. Nice one. King Diamond, my favorite black metal musician. <laughs> Richard, <laughs> four clubs. <laughs> and who's that, Josh? I don't have anything before. <laughs> yeah. I'm always going last. And Dan, you get the King of Spades. So you actually. My get favorite police song. <laughs> so, Carmilla. Royalty. What? You get to go first. It is my destiny but, uh, to be the King of Spades. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> So, Carl is balanced on the edge of the opening for moving the, the bathtub. Yeah, and he's got the crowbar across. Right. And yeah. I'm standing right next to them, or at least nearby. Yeah. And Arthur took a swing at Richard, and Richard did what? He definitely dodged the swinging briefcase, and then it's running down the stairs into the... Running down the stairs. Leaving us alone again, I see. And Dan is standing there being confused, but... If I cut the source off, off, you guys might be able to get over this. Dan has his gun out and is aiming it at us. Has he changed and gone funny yet? You don't know. You'll know when the gun goes bang. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not aiming it at us. I'm aiming it at him. But him is him and and Carl. So which one are you aiming at? I'm going to grab Carl. Even though he's got so cold, I'm going to grab Carl's arm and pull him back away from the edge. And that will pivot them and put Book on the edge. Sorry, Book. All right. Why don't you make a strength roll for that? Strength is eight, right? Hit him with your damn breast. I don't want to do that. That will really, really hurt him. It'll knock him out. him killing us. You got D6. He's weedy. I might really, really hurt him. I rolled a one and a five. (laughs) Five is enough to give him like halfway turn, so they're not not all side by side at the uh, teetering at the edge. (laughs) So they're close to the edge, but they're not overbalanced. But but now Dan's close to the edge. A really good yes song. Yeah. <laughs> but, now, but now Book is definitely facing Dan and his gun. Give him a hug. Show All him right. some love. Maybe that will bring him back to us. 
King of Spades goes first. So, Dan. I'd like to hold my action, please. Sure. Which action? Which hand? Keep it warm. (laughs) All right. So, Arthur. Give it some flowers, you know. (laughs) Give it love and affection. So, Arthur leaps at Richard going down the stairs. Oh, dear Lord. Aha. Stop doing that. Okay. uh, He rolled a 13 on his D4. Wow, Actually, wow. it's eleven. So, Those which D4s ace pretty nicely. Yeah, so you got a parry of five, and he and so that's his target number. So he rolled basically he actually rolled eleven because he's at minus two. So that's still a raise. So yeah, he lands on your back, snarling and kicking and biting. He's feisty. Yeah, he's feisty. But biting everything only does D4. So let's see, that's for damage. Is busy biting into your coat and hitting the uh, bulletproof vest underneath the coat. Hmm. <laughs> Did one point of damage, which doesn't even get to your toughness. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's I'm tough. You're tough. But he got drool all over your jacket. How are you going to put up with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we might have to figure out a different way to get out of here. Yeah. So Carl, King of Diamonds. Yep. <laughs> all right. Still trying to subdue book. Make a fight and roll. Fight roll. Five. Oh, yeah, he gets past his parry, so you're just going to do your strength and damage. Okay. Oh, and that explodes? Yes. Sorry, book. Oh! <laughs> Sorry, book. Oh! <laughs> <Wow>. Sorry, book. <laughs> oh, my God! 19. Oh! <laughs> Don't kill him! <laughs> wow. So, how much? 19. I think I'd like to stop back around 12, maybe, just to make oh him pass my. out. Oh, my. Head popped right off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you know? This wasn't a crowbar. It was a sword, and that was the blade. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I was saying you were saying you were doing non-lethal damage. Yeah. Yeah, you, and you don't go negative. Uh, so, yeah, you take two more fatigue. So make a vigor check. Do I take that negative three on it? For this one, you're only um, minus two, because you only have two fatigue. It's not like wounds. Wounds are much more... I had one fatigue at the beginning of this. Yeah, so you, Anything past what it takes to knock you out just simply means you have to make a second vigor roll. Okay. What's my penalty on this roll? Minus two. Okay. But you can make two of them. I got a three on the one. Yeah. <laughs> and a zero on the other. Okay. Yeah, you pass out, so I don't even worry about making the other vigor roll. <laughs> and he passes out. <laughs> Dan, why? Aren't you helping me? Joke. <laughs> joke, 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 joke. You're fucking nut. <laughs> but he's our nut job. Don't forget that. So, so, but the thing is, now it's your turn, Book, so you gotta actually make a vigor roll see if you actually uh, wake up. <laughs> You're still at minus two. The shortest knockout in history. Well, technically, knockouts usually only knock people out for a couple, not very long. They, yeah, if it's a, if it's more than a few minutes, then you got to go to the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> not in fiction. Yeah, not Carl, use your Vulcan death grip. <laughs> but remember, these, these are rules written for player characters, so they can you know. But uh, if you if you make consciousness, though, you you get to make a spirit roll. So oh, you, I'm, I'm not arguing. Yeah. I was just commenting on it. That's all. Yeah, no, I rolled twice after spending a Benny, and I still didn't get it. Yeah, you're out. So, Richard, there's an angry, spitting, cussing lawyer on your back. What are you going to do? First type. <laughs> well, my initial you. thought was to um, back like thrust it. with my sword. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I would have tried to throw him down the stairs. Okay. Sort of flip him over me. That'll be a fight and roll to see if you can get him to break loose. And if I don't have fighting, it's strength? No, it's still fighting, but you're at minus two. You should have fighting. Oh, I do have, have fighting. Never yeah. mind. It was on a different column. Yeah, fighting six. D6, yeah. Yep. Uh, I got a five. Five? Well, he's going to see if he can hang on. Uh, he's got D4. But he is an ace, so... And he rolled a five, so you're tussling on the stairs. Okay. Yeah, you're tussling with him on, his, on, your, on your back. I'd like to take my action now, please. Sure. I'm going to take a shot at him. But who? It you! <laughs> no, the lawyer! <laughs> okay. You're targeting the... You're, you're, you're targeting target number four. Be better off with one less lawyer in it. Life <laughs> you're you're targeting number four. <laughs> Okay. For all you lawyers out there, please send your comments to Black Dude, Geek. Oh, bring them on. <laughs> I wasn't trying to kill the guy because he's the only way we can get out. Wing him. Just wing him. <laughs> can't be the only way out. I didn't say maybe after we destroy the evil. I have well, a portable plasma cutter in my pocket. I'll cut Remember, the, the front door is not locked as long as the thing's open. Is this when you get the inner doors open, the front door locks. You close your inner door and it unlocks until you remove the key. We don't trust anything about oh, this Well, house. then kill the lawyer. <laughs> okay, I got an eight. Well, that's a hit. And that actually helps as a raise. So you get 3d6. Okay. And 50 50. Yep, yeah, and so it's standard bullets. So it means your next one's a silver. Remember that seven, eight, eight points. Yep. Okay, and his toughness is five, so not enough to uh, give him a wound, but he is shaken. You crease his skull, and he's shaken. That was actually more of the plan. That way, uh, Richard can get him. And the GM spends a GM Benny. Hey, GMs aren't allowed to have bennies. Mm, yeah, Wait a minute. They have all sorts of bennies. <laughs> but he rolls a three. Look at bennies. Uh, I'm going to burn another benny. What? Arg. Okay, basically. What he, happened uh, to the GM being fair and impartial? <laughs> you <laughs> shot him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shot the lawyer. <laughs> it's it's like the that. lawyer. It makes it sound like that was a bad thing. <laughs> I get two bennies per player, plus the bad guy gets an additional two bennies. Technically, the bad guy is the house, so I have... Ah, but Arthur... I'm just messing with you. Arthur... <laughs> Arthur can tap into the general extra, so... So he can tap I into know, the general benches. And he's right. currently tapped into the hive mind of the house. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> say, really. So he basically unshakes. He's still clawing, snarling, biting, and so forth. I'm just going to pay for my coat. That's all I got to say. Uh, I'm still going to do book because you can still become conscious again if you wake up. But two diamonds for book. The lawyer gets a joker. Oh. He gets a black joker. Hmm. Then next down is Camaro gets a six of spades. I'm all about the spades tonight. What's up with that? I don't know. Carl gets the uh, six of diamonds. Man, low. Richard gets the ace of hearts. Ooh, ace of hearts, ace of hearts. Playing with the ace of hearts. Did you? Oh, this is like I got to run a six, and then and Dan gets a six of hearts. Hmm. We used all the sixes by now, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. 
just about. We're going to do a reshuffle anyway, so we got space. So, uh, yeah, he's going to try to bite you again. <laughs> Damn joker. What is it with it the GMCs yum. and biting people? In the last adventure, we had the little girl biting people, and now we've got this guy who is... He actually hit... He's only you know, got a strength of four. He's not going to probably do any real damage. Plus, he explodes. And yes, he does. Yep, but five points doesn't even get to your toughness. Yep, he's ripping my jacket apart. Yeah, he's ripping your jacket apart. <laughs> yeah, he's just turned. This is my favorite duster. <laughs> so, Richard, you got you have you have a rabid lawyer in your back. Yep, I'm gonna reverse sword thrust back. Hmm. Shoot him, but you'll stab him. I'm gonna try to stab him in the side. All right. Yeah. So what if you stab the wall too? What happens? Does the house explode? So is that fighting? Didn't when he stabbed him. And technically, you, you get the bonus because he's supernatural right now because his position. I get a bonus for supernatural. We got a magic sword. Oh yeah. <laughs> go magic sword, go. Explodey <laughs> once. Nine total. Nine total. He's got a parry of four. That's a raise. So you get to do your sword damage, which is strength plus die eight. Yep, plus D6. So 2D6 and a D8. Plus 2 because of the bonus in the sword. I thought the sword was plus 1. Whatever. It's plus 1, okay. I, I'm just trying to be real here. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. That listens to early 12, and he's only got a 4. That's actually, you would give him 2 wounds. So yeah, you want the GM to burn his bennies. Yeah, that was my plan. <laughs> So we roll and yeah, he he's down one wound. So yeah, you wound him. You stick him in the side and blood spurts out. But you do do one thing. You, you're gonna force him to probably on his next turn make a spirit roll and wake up because you you've hurt him. That you know you did a wound. That's not maybe wake him up. Next up is six of hearts. Dan, book is passed out in front yeah, of you. Yeah, I really don't. Don't have shoot any. him. I, I'm not gonna shoot him. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't really have any... When in doubt, go down the stairs. <laughs> I'm going to check book and make sure he's okay. All right. I put my gun away and... Yeah, I'm not going to worry about going to that. So, yeah, you go check it. Do you have healing? No. Not really. But I say do a smart roll, but you'll be at minus two. You have training, but not, you know... Not, yeah, I think my smarts is D6. Okay, I got three. Three? Uh, with the minus two, yeah. Well, he's warm. <laughs> Don't know about the pulse, though. You're not quite sure. You get your thumb up there. You're not sure if you're feeling the right pulse or not. Oh, don't use your thumb. That's right. Use your fingers. Oh, <laughs> well, he is breathing, so that much you can get. Yeah, he's breathing. I, I, oh, how do you do this? I saw it in a movie once. Give him the kiss of life. He's already breathing. Oh. <laughs> kiss him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> You're up next. All right. Uh, looking down into the hole, can I see Richard attacking? Well, you know, you see the lawyer on his back attacking him. All right. I'm just going to leap down the hole, try to land behind Arthur. You just going to let go of Book and then jump down there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking the crowbar with me. My goal is as I land on the stairs behind Arthur to hit Arthur on the head. Ooh, you're doing two things at once. So you're going to make it a joke. He can do it. Does falling count as an action? Well, you, you try and land on stairs and then do okay. an attack. So you can be at minus two to both of them because you're doing two actions. Okay. So give it a try. 
Which you, right. have, you can land on top of Richard and, and Arthur. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Agility? <laughs> It'd be agility. Right. And you did you all die. I aced both of them. Oh, we roll them. Nine. Nine? I was shooting for a tar- four, so with a raise. You know, with that raise, I'm going to say you don't get a penalty in your attack. Okay. So you get to make a fighting roll. Five. You hit him with the crowbar. It's my weapon of choice. Yeah, and it's a heavy weapon, so yeah, you're going to be, you'd be doing strength plus D6. Strength is D6. Yeah, so 2D6. Eight. Four and four. That's actually enough to do another wound to him. <laughs> wow. Head wound. Yeah. Oh, this Big, poor guy. Case. So, spinning another Benny, so soak that sucker. But he oh. is turning into quite the tasty demon snack, so that's okay. So, he he does soak it. Yeah, he turns to the, to the crowbar, sort of glances him, you know, but it doesn't actually hurt him. So, he's he's still okay. So, that was that was Carl. Oh, well, thank God. And, <laughs> book! Make your figure, I'll see if you can actually uh, wake up. Come on! Here, Hey, that's an ace. There you go. That's a nine. Nine uh, minus two, seven. That's still enough. You, 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 you come to and you see the floor hanging straight for your face. Uh, you made a seven. That's not. And you see, if you actually had rolled a nine, don't freeze rolled, up. Stay limp. <laughs> if you had rolled a nine, you actually corrected that. So yeah, you hit the floor. Oh. Uh, so make a spirit right back roll. Unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I'm feeling all right. Ah! <laughs> uh, more like cursing because you know I'm not going to roll for damage. It's, it's you know it's, it, it, there's enough, enough stuff going on around here at this point. You do hurt your nose, but make a spirit roll. See if you actually now can break free. No. Uh, <laughs> this is spirit to be sick. All right. Um, I'm still negative. For my, am I at negatives for my uh, was that fatigue? A cat? It was a cat who was yeah, a cat who I, jumped up. I'd say, I'd, I'd say at this point, you're at minus. You're at minus one. You're still, you're waking up basically. So you're at minus one. Minus one. one I'm at a four. What was that? Four. Oh, yeah. The fog clears. And you're going. What the hell happened? Do and I have you, any memory of what I did, or is it all? Oh, you remember exactly what you did. Oh. Does he know what oh. I did? Say no. He, yes, he does. <laughs> okay. Is my face red? <laughs> Blood, because I've just bashed my nose on the floor. At, at this point, considering the time, it's it's like four minutes till, and it's definitely not. Uh, it's four minutes till. Now it, do it, we it, sacrifice the lawyer? You, you can, the lawyer. You can beat him unconscious at this point. So yeah, he's out. You can take him down to the basement and throw him on the slab. <laughs> Oh, perhaps not. That's not part of our oh. mission, is it? By the way, the lights flicker inside the oh. house. Man. Uh-oh. Batteries That's it. We made him mad. Finally. Yeah. So I'm going to just say, figure everyone's going in the basement. You're in the basement. Bam. It, you come down. It's a little deeper than you would think it would be when you come down. And as you come down the stairs and turn the corner, there is a, a large open room. Off in the corner, the same corner where the batteries were uh, outside, there's a large tower-like object with a spiky top. And like a Tesla coil? More like, since I figure books really into the zeitgeist. I'm a pop culture junkie. I've got... <laughs> yeah. 
it looks more like the Wardenclyffe Tower that Tesla built for broadcast. Yeah, the, the energy transmitter? Yeah, it looks more like that. And it has a slight, to see an emerald fire coursing across its top. Hmm. Here, touch it. I bet it won't even burn you. <laughs> Off in the corner. A man in motion. And near to, near, to, <laughs> near to the steps, there's this large device that's running. Remember I told you you hear that pumping sound? Right. Mm-hmm. The, uh... The chicken heart. It's coming to yours. <laughs> I'm going to use aura sight again. Because mm-hmm. my suspicion is that the black energy is emanating from this thing, but we'll find out. Can we just put a spanner in the works? Well, we might be able to. Well, I don't know. I want to make sure if destroying that will help or hinder. And I forgive you both for trying creating. to kill. So you're going to call up your psychic forces? Yeah. And, yep. And call Dion Warwick. Ask her opinion. My mind is open to the universe! <laughs> a six. And, and a six. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> that crazy singer again. Yeah. Well, actually, the, the room is just full of black tendrils everywhere, but where the tower is, it's clear. Don't step there, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> The tower is the, actually you look at the tower. It's clear. Ha! You look around the room and you see there's a large. Actually, the the, the basement goes off. I'm just gonna kill that. There you go. <laughs> and as you look around, there's a, there's a short set of steps that go up to a little platform, and you see a large copper room against the back of the basement. Basically, it corresponds to about where the front of the house is. Look there, fellows. That is black. That is black as anything. But the Tesla Tower, it's clear. It's like it's wherever it's putting out is keeping the black tendrils from getting close to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's we also- don't want to destroy that. That's dispelling the evil there. But it's all concentrated in that there copper room. There's also a chair sitting in front of the copper room. Hmm. And you think you see someone sitting in it. Also that guy. I can destroy him. <laughs> you can go up there and take a look at him? Is he the same dwarf that I saw earlier? No, no. it's going to be the mother from Psycho. <laughs> can I have ready action? Yeah, you can ready the sword. <laughs> no, no. The sword's already out. I'm going to ready a spell. <laughs> um, this is not D&D, so yeah. Casting spells is not a problem in this game. <laughs> How is book feeling? I'm fine. Uh, you guys, the, I'm gonna uh, stand close to that tower. His throat sore. Yeah, okay. put- rough. <laughs> Doing your best, Tom Waits in person. I'm yeah. gonna go look at the guy sitting in the chair. Okay, it's a wooden chair. It's uh, it looks a little worse to wear, and there's a body in it. It's a normal human-looking body, but it's completely desiccated, and it's wearing Victorian clothing. Men's Victorian clothing. Eyes glowing, as Nikki nope. would say. <laughs> nope. Nope. It, it, actually, when you look at it, it's not like it's, like it's desiccated. It's more like it's been cooked. Ew. But, you know, we've got some cheese upstairs, and, you know, it could have some snackies. And... Well, well, looks like we found competence. Yeah. 
And if you look, if you look around the room, I'm not going to give you a nose, make a nose show. We're trying to get through this. There, you do find some bottles that that may have contained liquid, but they exploded. Like there's pressure inside, causing them to explode. You know, you got to be careful when you can things because wow, this is what can happen. You know, with those pressure cookers and all. This one I, stuff. This next thing I want you guys to find. I do want to have a roll, see who finds it. A notice roll. Oh, uh, notice. I have that. What's yep. my notice? Uh, gotta jump pages. Sorry. My notice is pretty good. My four. Four. Carl's still looking at the shining light. Five. So it's a book as you're wandering around. You do find a table with looks like a notebook. Uh, well, eleven. You look at the notebook and realize it looks like it's a very fragile notebook. The pages look like cooked cigarette paper. You know what I'm saying? I will read them very carefully. <laughs> uh, this is where I get to paste something into the chat window because this is way too much for me to to say out loud. And those at home, listening at home, you get to wonder what the heck they're reading, <laughs> unless they want to read it out loud. Very probably will. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Listen to this, gang. 11 a.m. I am full of dread and anxiety. I have completed my endeavors to protect humanity. My device stands ready to drain the beast of its etheric power. Ooh, etheric power. (laughs) I pray to our immortal god that I have done enough to seal the beast within its new tomb. That sounds ominous, doesn't it? Oh, it continues. I worry that there will be sufficient current from the voltaic piles to keep the beast quiescent and sleeping. I will monitor the effects of the draining the excess power that the beast generates in the presence of direct current. I will be engaging Nikolai's device soon. I bet he means Nikolai Tesla. I bet he does. Safe bet. Forgive me, my friend, for stealing your work, but the fate of humanity depends on it. Direct wiring would feed the beast, but the ether broadcast of power will bypass this problem. So I was right. This thing's containing some kind of evil, hideous monster. So it's a good thing we didn't completely just cut it out and let it go, yes. right? Or, like, yeah. throw our spanner at the works, like someone had said. I well, it, it might have worked. Maybe. Oh, by the way, that pulsing sound yeah. from the device back there, it's slowing down. Hmm. That's hey, not good. Might be working out running out of voltaic direct current. Is there a little treadmill or something we could jump on and kind of, you know... I'm no. saying, a monster needs slaying. Good thing we got a Templar Knight. I'm going to give this Good one thing. the book because he's so into it. You look at it, you realize the, the device, it's a Sterling engine. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a it's a heat pump. It's a heat. It's an engine that makes use of the difference of heat. It's a piston inside. One side's cold, one side's hot. And it can go back and forth from one to the other through heat transfer and basically it can deliver power uh, now this isn't very big it looks like it's not generating a whole lot of current but you see a wire coming out of the, coming out going up into the wall where the batteries are like it's maintaining charge up in the batteries right and you see a, another wire coming down going down into the copper room and you, and you see a larger thicker cable snaking its way across the floor to the Tesla device like there's something with a lot more power coming out of the room than going into it hey uh, Carl you know about electronical stuff right yeah sort yeah. of yeah air yeah, conditioners ice machines yeah yeah, yeah. okay die, so we? yeah <laughs> so that's, take a look at that that's a thing isn't it yeah, <laughs> look at that it's that amazing. is a thing alright <laughs> 
it's it's mains power basically it's, it's the kind of wire you use if yeah, you're hooking up, uh, hooking up to mains this is heavy duty gauge wire coming out of it into the tesla device but it's thin you know dc wire going into the room to the walls he was worried that there'd be enough direct current yeah and we know the upstairs the power was disconnected right Yep, and there was the batteries. And there's still some charge in the batteries, best you could tell. So, using my repair knowledge, do I think that if we reconnect the power, that's going to recharge the batteries and put more power down here? Yeah. Necessary or no? Yeah. It looks like there was a transformer up there, and it was and it was, it was main purpose was to transform mains current into 24 volt, and that's was keeping the batteries charged. Look, why don't we have the boys from base bring out some solar panels and just hook this sucker up? Seattle, it's always raining here. Solar panels don't work. Windmill? Yeah. Oh, by the way, in the carpet room, there is a door. Hey, did you guys see this door? Yeah, let's it's... open it up. <laughs> yeah, let's open the door we don't know anything about. Have you learned nothing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing that overconfident hindrance. That's what I'm doing. That's I'm okay. Sure we when we get into combat, I'm just going to go up the stairs, so we're good. Well played. I'll get it. I found the damn door. I'll open it. All right, fine. You open it. Fine, step out the I'm way. I'm incredibly curious to see what it is. <laughs> this is Crystal. me opening the door. <laughs> this is in the copper room filled with the black tendrils that only book can see, right? Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm standing over here next to yeah. the safe zone next to the tower. <laughs> it, you know, it creaks open. Unfortunately, I didn't have a sound effect for that. Sorry. Uh, creak. <laughs> got to cover. Okay, he said creak sound, not going to the bathroom. <laughs> No, that would be more. Anyway, sounded the same to me. Oh, stop! And uh, it opens up into into a hall. Into it's like a hallway. That, I don't want to hear it, you in the bathroom ever. Cause and there's a set set, <laughs> set, of stair, set of stairs hanging down. But everything more stairs everything, going down. But they're they're all Stare copper. Down. But they're all copper clad. Everything is copper clad. If we pulled this copper up, do you know how much copper is going for on the market right now? Oh, it is the, those so doors, high. Those what? doors were solid copper, and they were a good two inches thick. This whole oh. house is one large battery. If we, it is or a Duracell house. Come on, book, lead us down. But it's, right. it's but it's, there's no light in there. It's dark. I got light flashlights. I light my cigarette lighter. Mm-hmm. Flashlight. Free bird. Please. Take my sword out. <laughs> All right. Crowbar at the ready. We have to be serious. We're on a very tight schedule. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hit it with a stick. Hit it with a stick. Whatever. Here, Ooh. make it sort out. <laughs> so you head down. You you definitely figure you're you're not under the house anymore when you when you enter a small chamber. We're in the bowels of the earth. I don't think so. We didn't go down that far. It's about thirty feet wide, and it's it's We're in the it's, gullet of the earth. It's basically the large copper dome in the center of the room. Is this aquamarine looking object? It's about twenty four feet long, about wow. twelve foot tall. It's shaped like a large beetle. Does it look like the carapace that we found upstairs? No, like a larger di- version. It looks different. Like is it mom- glowing? There is a hint of eyes to the shape. Like there would be a pair of set of eyes on it. But two eyes, not three. Isn't it beautiful? In a weird, creepy, giant sort of way. Beautiful. Let's kill it. 
touch it and see what it feels like. All right, I just will. <laughs> oh, will? I will. Get out of the way. I'll do it. Huh? Step aside. Okay, you can touch afraid. it. You make, touch it. Okay, make an agility check. Mike, you. He'll touch anything. <laughs> At least make once. Well, yeah, I make, like my hair. <laughs> Carmelo, make an agility check. The six is a two, well, and a two. Two and a two. Oh, you got two twos? Yeah. Ooh. It's going to bite my hand off. You don't touch it. (laughs) So I've learned a life lesson, I guess. It it doesn't feel cold, (laughs) but you feel a sharp sting to your fingers as you pull pull them off. You've taken one point of frostbite damage. Damn. What a did. But didn't Carrie, feel cold. lick it now. Put your tongue on it. Yeah. It, 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 did, but it didn't feel cold. Oh, I love taking things out of context. That's you. <laughs> Always hey, that's my job. <laughs> Whack off a hunk. Put your tongue on it. Okay, you. Oh, what the hell did was that? Did you guys that? see that? That wasn't me. Well... What if I? It's coming from this strange-looking object. Uh, the frost no, the beetle has really hurt, and it wasn't cold. And look what it did to my fingers. Yeah, a session with your cleric could take care of that. Yeah, yeah, I can fix that. Don't yeah. worry about it. I'm more yeah. concerned about the pulsing, <laughs> weird didgeridoo-esque heartbeat that I'm hearing. <laughs> I have to open up the third eye again. Stand back, fellows. Oh, can you, you do it? That? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, in my happy place. All right. <laughs> Anybody got a snack? Let's see. I'll put you... Swing! What? When I put my hand to my temple. A nine. A nine. All right, you look up. Yeah, I make little cartoon thundercat noises when I open up my sight beyond sight. You look up. Wow. And you find yourself down the hallway. Because you what? just, yeah, he looked up and it's like something just grabbed you and whacked you really hard. Oh! <laughs> and you take, yeah, he just, he sails down, he just, his eyes glow and all of a sudden, whoosh. He's, he's just, really wow. been thrown out of the room? Yep. Yeah. Take four points of damage. What's your toughness? My toughness is four, so I'm shaking. Shaking, yeah, you're, yeah, he's knocked down the hallway. You said I can spend a Benny to automatically. Oh, Unshake, yeah, yeah. Can't do that. Yeah, basically, this is the source of. Guys, of, my theory's correct. That giant evil beetle. <laughs> <laughs> Stab it with your sword. Stab it with your sword, Richard. Pull my Glock. Before you do your stabbing, you, you do see the copper lines from the direct current attached to the outside of the ship, but you see the cable sneaking around behind to the backside of this thing, this beetle shape, and it's starting to glow. It's an evil beetle. Does anyone want to go behind it and take a look where they're going? Or sure. I will. What? I've got repair. Right. Yeah, go for it, Carl. Make my way back into the room. Yeah. Can you see, Carl? You need a flashlight. But all the black energy is coming from this thing. Yeah. So when, Carl, you go back there and you see that the, the cable goes and the thing is hollow inside. There's like an opening on the side of it. And if you look inside, you see the cable go inside and it's like attached and it's been unraveled and it's touching every surface of the inside of this thing. It's like, like it's every- where it's supposed to be actually wound, right? Yeah, it's been unwound and the strands are just out everywhere uh, fixed with gutta percha to various portions of the inside of this shell. 
And it's it's a hollow shell. There's nothing inside that you can see. Okay. Stuff Arthur into it. <laughs> no, we've got to we've got to get the the cables back around this spool. We've got to get them rewrapped. Well, I've got some electrical tape. Will that help? Well, it looks like. Yeah, sure. I've always got that here in my bag. Nice. Three different colors. So you can disconnect the cable from the inside. You know, the way he question. asks that question makes. Can I do a repair? Notes. Yeah, can I do a repair roll to see if that's what I should be doing? <laughs> sure. How'd you do that? I rolled a five on both. You somehow think this is what's drawing power for some reason, and it's going down the cable. You know, this is the source of the power that's powering the Tesla stand down there. This is the power is coming from here somehow. Well, that's you what can- I thought. But you said that it was connected all over the inside, but it shouldn't be. It should be over on this. No, 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 didn't mean to imply that. No, it is inside. It's like, like, so took the power cable and just unraveled it to every individual strand and then attached it in the inside like like they're trying to make a connection to every inside surface as they can. Okay, I'm going to follow the cables back upstairs to make sure they're connected to some stuff above. Yep. Well, you follow the cables back, the thick cable is definitely hooked into the Tesla tower. And this, this is the source of power for that. The low cables go upstairs to the battery room. And then the lights go out. We're out of power. We need to get the power connected again. But uh, notice something else happened, too. The noise stopped. Yes, it did. Why don't we just cut the power? It just did. <laughs> the thump is gone, too. The starting, the, the starting engine stopped running, too. Mission solved. Let's go home. I think this means it's loose now. Which, I mean, in a way, you're right. The mission is done. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's starting to glow again all by itself. What the oh. hell? Which have... it? The, 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 the evil the, beetle? Yeah, the evil beetle. We didn't bring any explosive charges, did we? And your lights are getting dimmer in your flashlights. Like they're draining the power from the flashlights? Yeah. Oh, no. How's Dan's pacemaker doing? What pacemaker? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm going to spend a Benny to make a declaration. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you can't do that. <laughs> Mixing systems, sir. <laughs> your lights are getting lower. If you pull your cell phones out, they're draining too. You can see the battery charge dropping on as well. Okay. It would well. never happen if I got a Motorola like I wanted. <laughs> Now, understand this. The batteries on your bureau phones are dropping as well. Oh, the quantum <laughs> nuclear batteries on the bureau phones. That's yeah. not good. Okay, so obviously this force is siphoning electricity from wherever it can find it. So we still have no idea where the damn... F- it's an electrovore. Yeah, but how... Okay, what is anti-electricity? Steam? Oh, it's something the GM's gonna have to probably feed a solution to the players. Yeah, because we're not. I got blow it up. Well, remember, remember you said around the Tesla tower itself when it was running, there was clear of the of the blackness. Also, remember when someone used the cell phones, you guys had a big sharp. It hurt. Yeah, like, we figured that was from interference. It's like the the frequency was hurting you. Hint, hint, hint. Okay, guys, if we modulate our phones. To emit 
probably not enough. But you know what? There's a big old Tesla tower back. If we reverse the polarity of the ion flow. And if we right. couple the phase transducers and reroute the shields to the, uh, Through the deflector, dish, deflector dish, we just might be I'll able... Have, I'll have, I'll have like Carl say... we're inflating a balloon! I'll have Carl... I'll have, I'll, Carl, I'm going to sock puppet you for a second. Uh, okay. Guys, why don't we uh, just tune the Tesla tower to the same frequency and give it more power? That's what we just said. Same difference. You Carl. Yeah. God, you're dumb. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Clueless is what he is. As dense as a brick. I know. God. <laughs> Guys, did you see that big beetle back there? Look at that. And it definitely is glowing and so forth. So yeah, this is this is not good. Like a blue beetle ship. Yeah. This is real life, but not some kind of game. Comic book. Anyway, yeah, let's do that thing that Carl just said. That's right. Okay. That yeah. we had already said. Yeah. So I'm, I'm basically what I'm, I'm going to because uh, we it's 7:24 and we, we definitely want to let Pat get some and make you get a good night's sleep. You guys get some more mains cable and literally run the mains cable down, plug it into the Tesla tower, and then someone between Book and Carl, you can re- reconfigure it to the same range of frequencies, and it. Definitely starts suppressing the the, uh, the thing, but of course it's also feeding off the mains power coming down the cable that you run through the wall. So it's like two forces are fighting each other. And you start, yeah. You guys grab art and you run for it. And once you get outside the building, Well, no. I was saying blow it up how long ago? Oh, but it blew up because you basically overloaded it. Oh, okay. Like overinflating a balloon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. And we're done. Yay, with five minutes to spare. Uh, Call the retrieval uh, team. Call in the extraction team. Yeah, they'll come in, take oh, care of this. Flashy uh, things. AR&D. So. Yeah, it was a uh, gas main exploded. Yeah. <laughs> That makes good sense. Actually, when he does that, both of you guys sort of feel... Old wiring in the house and a gas main exploded. You feel better for some reason. Like like there's been something lifted off your shoulders after the thing blows up. I bet. No black aura. Yeah. (laughs) So, does anyone recognize the the source of this, or do I have to... Sound like it was some kind of alien spaceship that crashed. Oh, dude. Now you have to go out and rent the Quartermass in the Pit. I've never actually seen Quartermass. It's one of those ones I always meant to watch. Yeah, that, yeah. Basically, I, I, when I was doing this scenario, I originally was going to do Legend of Hell House, but I said, "But everyone would guess what that is." And I said, and I, "Then I watched. I have it on DVD. Watched the Quermess in the Pit and went, ooh, and took it from there." <laughs> basically, you guys—they're uh, Martians. That thing up there is a Martian. I thought it sounded like a War of the Worlds three-lobed Martian thing. Yeah, it's a Martian, and uh, basically the Martians were dying out, and they decided to colonize Earth. They grabbed some hominids and, well, filled with them. And you, Dan, and Art are descendants of those hominids. Ah. What? Whoa. Yeah. What? <laughs> I got alien DNA. A little okay. something different about John, them. I gotta tell you, I know it sucks when a GM has to feed the players a solution, <laughs> but... 
I guess I shouldn't speak for all of us, but I'm speaking for me. There is no way in hell I would have come up with this. No. <laughs> I was trying to get you guys clues. I guess they weren't cluey enough. Well, they were wonderful. Yeah, don't you know we I just usually know. burn houses down? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> hey, and I was house... thinking demons, not aliens, I have to admit. Which was my intent, was was subterfuge. But yeah, this we're... is... It is a playtest. I mean, this is a playtest, Sarah, which means I definitely need to make some definite changes to make it more obvious what's going on. A little less technical stuff, maybe, for some of us who... Yeah. Technically, yeah. Are still I mean, if you by, had uh, some technical players, it might work. Yeah, I'm, I'm still confused by uh, three-pronged outlets. So. <laughs> I didn't know how to get in the door, so... Yeah. The technical part, I have to admit, I was lost there, but I love an awful lot about it. I love the other characters that you go and talk to, like Chief Seattle, and mm-hmm. I wish that we'd gone back and found the witch some more, you know, that sort of thing. And the sites that you found and everything are terrific, but mm-hmm. technical... Sorry. That's what I understand. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm one of those geeky persons where if I was playing a scenario, I probably was at, wait a second. As soon as I saw the Martian, I was at, oh, we're doing Quarivis in the pit. We have to short out the alien ship at this point. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a lesson I've learned. I learned yeah, is that, yes, it's really easy to make clues that only you can solve. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's playtest. So, yeah, it's, it's, and I'll be doing this one again, but I'll be doing it differently. Well, I'm doing this again for our uh, uh, Dragonflight, so I'll be making some changes to it. So if any of you folks are going to be doing this, playing this game at Dragonflight, it won't be the same. Completely no. <laughs> different. Well, it's got it won't take two months, right? Yeah, it won't <laughs> take <laughs> Well, that's not his fault. No, that was our no, fault. No, it's as not, as it's it not was... his fault. Yeah. I think it's yeah. a good chunk of Pat's fault. It's a lot of my fault. Yeah, thanks. I <laughs> would never blame Pat for anything. Oh, I blame yeah. Eric for everything. <laughs> that's right. Good call. Yeah. John, thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, you guys are welcome. And thank you for for putting up with me. Oh, yeah. Thank you, sir. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Sticking with us through all of our scheduling hinkiness. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you put up a lot with us. World Bureau 13 is going to be. We're shooting. Soon, real soon now, with a trademark at the end. Uh, <laughs> we've been saying that for a while, but we actually are cracking the whip on ourselves right now, and we're getting such. Yes, they are. Remember, John, twenty four ninety five for a PDF is a bad, <laughs> bad. Thing. Yeah. Good night, Pat. Good Thank night. you so Good much. Night, Good night, sir. Good night. Good Ciao, night. Baby. See you. Thank you so much. See you next Thanks. week. Thanks. Good night. Thank See you, you next week. Good night. See you next okay. week. Bye. Bye. Night, night. So there it is, and there it was. And that was our final Bureau 13 issue. We hope you enjoyed it, and we would love to hear your comments. So uh, please feel free to put them on our forum or on our blog, both of which can be reached at mtmjetpack.com. Dot com. Next week, we are back to Zoe. So, those of you who have been looking forward to Zoe's return have no longer to wait. It's going to be fun. I'm telling you that right now. We're a couple ahead of you guys, and I'm looking forward to you experiencing what we've been experiencing. So, until then, this is Blind Geek saying... Thank you for listening to Monkeys Took My Jetpack and reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You gotta keep it fired up, 
And always, let it soar.